Nights at 7 o'clock on RazRadioLive.com. It's one of America's most popular radio programs. It's the LRWS. Don't believe us. Just ask Dallas Mavericks owner Mark Cuban. People are allowed to be morons. They're allowed to be stupid. They're allowed to think idiotic thoughts. So during your Friday night plans, make sure that you take Lawrence Ross, Thomas Lakeman, and Matt Davis with you. Dumb Florida morons. Make sure you give these guys a call at 941-421-0401. Get off the phone with you, you wacky prick. That number again is 941-421-0401. They're driving me fucking nuts over here, Chief. It's the LRW. US. You suck! Each and every Friday evening. On RazRadioLive.com. Masquerade your doctor Pills become bullets and they poison your water A pharmaceutical army built to slaughter Two men in masks come for your wife and your daughter Whoa. Now what? Here they come for the guns And God and demons disguises boost their nuns Time to run with no place to go Except Honduras with a man called Porto Jones Selling bones and leave the skies with robot drones Check the infrared radar for UFOs Silver and gold, behold the weather's controlled By genetically modified hybrid clones the subjects under mind control Injected and observed in the combat zone Now come on Smartest, most handsome on-air personalities. Price of liberty is is ugly. It's not. It's not very pretty. You're not very pretty. We don't talk about religion, 
So uh, we're actually God's chosen people. So they are the chosen ones. I know this. I think the Christians think that you killed their savior. And we're always respectful to women. When they invent the perfect artificial vagina, you broads are out of business. Lobster dinners, the diamond market, it's all going belly up. (laughs) And smart, well-informed callers. Buzzy, where you you sound like you're Creole or some shit. Where do you crawl out of Baton Rouge? What the fuck, son? I'm from Iowa. Hey, you better watch your mouth now. Talk about Iowa like that. I'll slap the donkey out your That's The Joe Show, Thursday, 6 to 9, on Raz Radio Live, Salty Talk Radio, and PopRock80s.com.
This is the first 52. Listen up if you want to survive the ride. Tune in the truth might change your life. The simple power of truth. One word, rock the nation, RazRadioLive.com. It's the first 52. Saturday night, conspiracy facts. It's the first 52 with your host, Sean Raz. The simple power of truth. Join the conversation, RazRadioLive.com. It's the first 52. The IC's in charge. Time to listen up. Real talk mixed with music. Meant to wake you up. The simple power of truth. Join the conversation. RazRadioLive.com. It's the first 52. That's your opinion. Bring your facts to Dave. He packs the pain for Toad Jones' name. It's the simple power of truth. Join the conversation. RazRadioLive.com. It's the first 52. Uncensored, uncut, and live. Truth talk with guests that might help you survive. It's the simple power of truth. Join the conversation. See through the lies of the manipulation. Listen up if you want to survive the ride Tune in the truth might save your life The simple power of truth One word rock the nation RazRadioLive.com It's the first 52 That's right, it is the first 52 live on RazRadioLive.com It is 9-20-2014 A little bit after 9 o'clock on this Saturday night Man, it's been a great week, uh it's been an interesting week. Let's not say a great week. It went by real quick, and, you know, there's no major issues in my world. Uh, although we are on the borderline of World War Three, we've got, uh, you know, nukes or, or Russia flying planes along our coasts. We have uh, China talking about putting a, a nuclear sub off the coast of America. Uh, it's just, it's it's crazy out there. We've got, uh, you know, ISIS. Oh, no, we've got to get ISIS. We're, we're not having boots on the ground, but we're having boots on the ground, but we're not having boots on the ground. No, we must get ISIS. Everybody must unite to get ISIS. You know, that's, uh, that's that that old gag that's getting kind of old, I must say. Uh, definitely a, a big joke in itself to how they're handling that situation. People forget where these guys come from all the time. So maybe we'll touch on that a little bit. Of course, we've got some uh, some wonderful police brutality things to to uh, to get on to. Uh, some new stories that have come out this week that are rather disturbing to a degree. Uh, so we will discuss that. Uh, oh God, God knows what else we'll talk about. Uh, as we all know, a, a vote was done in Scotland uh, in order to uh, you know try to get their freedom. They wanted to, to separate to, to separate from England. And uh, the vote, you know, before the vote, it was like 58% were yes, and it was looking really positive. And then, of course, after the vote, I think it was uh, 47 to 57 or something. I forget the exact numbers, uh, but it was, uh, it, it was a, it was a, you know, they lost that. Uh, and we may get a, be getting a phone call. Uh, you know, I spoke with them briefly yesterday on Facebook, and uh, we have a buddy in Scotland, Gavin from Scotland. Uh, I asked him to give us a call if, uh, after 9:30 if he had some time, uh, and let's get the Scottish thought on what's going on over there because uh you know you'd think people would want freedom you really would think that well sitting over to my right now that we're back home i do want to thank again uh, uh the joe show and his crew uh, over at ocd studio for hosting us last night but i must say i'm very happy to be in my own environment uh you, you know he's got a beautiful studio but when you're not when you're not in charge of everything and you're not running your own stuff, you, you kind of get flighty, like forget that you got to call Brad Friedman and then talk about calling him, even after it was after the time <laughs> you were supposed to call him. So anyway, sitting to my right, where she belongs, is my lovely, life, lovely wife, Lexi. Hello. How you doing, baby? 
doing awesome, and I had fun at Joe's. Yeah, it's always a blast. It's nice. Absolutely, yeah. His studio is really killer. So says the pineapple. So says the pineapple. <laughs> <laughs> and we got our our good friend and, and uh, cohort back with us this week from Tampa. Dave, you got we got the four toed one back with us. What's going on? How you doing, brother? Nine toes. Uh, same old shit, man. Well, it's always all what it is, isn't it? Yeah, unfortunately, that's the way my life is. You know. Well, we. Uh, yeah, I, my life is only beginning, uh, only exciting at the beginning of the month. <laughs> when you can actually do things, right? Right. When I have money. <laughs> right. Exactly. I feel you. You know, uh, a lot of people go through that. And yours is a little more extreme than others. Uh, anything? Yeah. You know, you know, it's not that bad. I, I don't want to make it out to be bad. I mean, I do not. I, you know, again, I do not have to fucking wake up at all ever. <laughs> for anything. So, you know? are, you, are you worried about all these people uh, with the security breaches of the White House? We've, we've had another one today, apparently, and somebody was able to jump the fence and get all the way up to the front door and run in the front door. I mean, not at all. It doesn't bother me. We're coming at all. to here, you know. I mean, are we trying to attack the president? Oh my God, no! <laughs> the president's not even there. He's out playing golf somewhere. <laughs> I know, right? He'd already left uh, and had said that too. Um, right. I just don't know what's up with people. I mean, are they trying to make a point? Or are, are they just being stupid? Are they drugged out? Are they pharmaceutical? Well, they're probably frustrated, you know, and they don't know what to do. When people are frustrated, they they react on emotion, and they do stupid things, you know. Uh, and it just like the, was it years ago that guy flew a plane into the IRS building, right? He basically did just kill himself. Right. I think um, it was 08, 09. I believe no, it had to be. I was into this already, so it had to be oh nine, ten, whatever it was. Yeah, um, you know, it was useless, and all they did was you know crack down and you know make more laws. You know, so doing shit like that, storming the, you know storming the castle is just not going to work. Uh, this headline's great. This is from ABC News. White House intruder had knife claims to be Iraqi vet. <laughs> then you go to read the story, and it says, The man who jumped over a White House fence and made it all the way inside the executive mansion be- before being caught was carrying a three-and-a-half-inch knife. <laughs> oh, my. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. A, it's a pocket knife. What man doesn't carry a pocket right. knife? I mean, come on. <laughs> he, could, yeah. he could have opened up a box with that knife. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Don't forget, Dave, they hijacked the planes on 9-11 box cutters, so it is possible. Yeah. Don't put anything down. That three and a half inch blade, he could have assassinated the president. <laughs> now, I have a friend knife. that lives. In, I have a friend that lives in Manhattan. Sorry, and he's that. a truck driver. What? Yeah, Sorry so, like I tell him all the time, get the fuck out of there. Um, and for this reason, right? I, I was talking to him one time, and I was. This is when I was moving to Jacksonville, Jacksonville, and I was on one of the trips where I was loading up, where I had a bunch of shit in my car. And this trip, I had all my guns, and they were all in the front seat: shotgun, rifle, and the two pistols. Right. And he's telling me a story. Now, he works for Boar's Head. He delivers Boar's Head, so he's constantly mm. opening up things all the time. So he's got a knife in his pocket. And he's from upstate New York where, you know, they had guns in their pickup trucks and, you know, they, you know, they're just very country. And you know, it's really weird that this guy lives in Manhattan now, but uh, he does. And two times he's got har- uh, harassed by the cops because they saw the little clip. Because, you know, the, the, some of these pocket knives have the clip so you can keep it right in the right in the same spot. Yeah. And they spotted the clip, and they were like, "Hey, what's that?" You know, and and since my friend is white, they let him go, twice. But it's like he's telling me this story about this fucking pocket knife in New York, and I look over at my seat, and there's four guns <laughs> out in the open, and nobody there, right? gives a shit. Right, you know? exactly. Well, this guy Gonzalez, uh, he this one here, the one that had the knife, um, 
it says here, Gonzalez was arrested just after going through North Portico doors of the White House. He appeared uh, at the U.S. District Court, blah, blah, blah. He was charged with unlawful entry while in possession of a deadly or dangerous weapon, is what he's being charged <laughs> with, <clears throat> for carrying his three-and-a-half-inch Spider-Co VG-10 black serrated folding knife in his front pants pocket. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, i got I to look that up. Hold on a second. <laughs> what, the knife? Yeah. Some fucking tags S-P-Y-D-E-R-C-O-V-G-10. Most of that, that I know S-P-Y- are carrying a pocket S-P-Y-D-E-R-C-O and then V-G-10. So would there be a big deal if he wasn't carrying anything and just jumped the fence and ran in there? Well, he's totally got charged with unlawful entry. You have to go through security to get into the White House. You can't just, you know, decide you want to go into it if you feel like was it. Was there any suspicion oh that he intended on using this knife? Well, of course not. Visiting the like White you House? said, most men you know carry knives. We all carry You know, I have a knife on me every single day. I never leave without my knife, and when I do, I feel like I've left something, because I don't just use it. I mean, people don't understand, when, when a guy carries a knife, I use that thing for everything. I mean, everything, not just cutting things. I use it for opening things, like, you know, prying lids off. I mean, I literally use that for everything. I've used it for, as a screwdriver. I'm pretty sure all men know what you're using your pocket knife for. <laughs> I'm, well, I'm sure they use it for the same things. More than likely. It tur- right. <laughs> it turns out that this is not a folding knife. Oh, it's a straight blade? It's a straight blade, and it looks it looks pretty angry for a little knife. Yeah, can you tweet it out? Yeah, tweet a sure. picture of it out. Dave will be I'm tweeting that out for us. <laughs> oh, I got a knife in every corner of this house. I got one hanging at my front door. <laughs> I that, know, I've that seen big it. eight-inch blade one. One next to the bed. I got one sitting right next to me right now. And this one's a, I don't know, let's see here. Half the blade's got a ruler on it, and that's uh Seven inches, so it's like fourteen inches almost. Knives everywhere. No. Backup protection. You have to have backup protection. Sure. That's not fourteen inches. I don't. Re- I don't do the knife thing anymore. I gave all my knives to my son. I passed them on down to him. Aww. Um, How sweet. And, and because uh, I just have a handful of fucking scars from cutting myself on them. On the knives all the time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm not serious. I'm not shitting you. I probably have a scar on, uh, on each finger from a different knife. Maybe two on one finger and one not. Like, I, who really hits the pinky? But I've definitely oh, my, I have. my index fingers and my thumbs are fucked well, up. Keep in mind, I was a chef for a long time, so I've got yeah. scars all over my hands and arms from uh, sheet tray burns. Even my neck. You know, you carry a sheet pan. Take that oven, <laughs> a high one. You're carrying it up. You know, up above your shoulder on one hand. Somebody bumps you and it hits you right in the neck. Ugh. Oh, that's always pleasant. That was a lot of fun. So anyway, let's uh, talk some of your actual uh, important stuff here. <clears throat> uh, are we on air? <laughs> yeah. Are we doing a show tonight? Uh, what? <laughs> I think we are. I'm so not in the mood to do a show, so if it, if it seems Aww. that way, I'm sorry. I think last time we did a show, you didn't feel like it either, if you recall. Yeah, I'm kind of thinking about getting out of the whole thing. Yeah, I, my, yeah. I think my... Uh, I, I know I say this a lot. Yeah, you say but it I think, I think my Tuesday thing is, is, on, uh, is on its way out. Uh... The Monday thing, uh, that's probably going to be the first to go. Um, and we'll see what happens. You're not so. going anywhere from here, so shut up. Keep saying that. <laughs> so, <laughs> that for a year. did John McCain misspeak or admit to meeting with ISIS? Uh, this is a really long video. I didn't realize the video was this long. Uh, basically, <clears throat> John McCain appeared on Fox News on Monday and provided criticism of both the Obama administration handling of fighting the Islamic State and statements from Senator Rand Paul, who told CBS News on Monday that request, requesting 
giving weapons to Syria rebels was a poor decision. Hmm? Okay. Oh, that's it. Rand Paul said that, yeah. Um, you know, because we're giving weapons to moderate Syrian rebels again. Right. They just they just actually Congress just voted in what five hundred million dollars for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're going to give of, them of, of not my money or your money, but your kids' money. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And and you know, do we not? How do we not see that every single problem we have comes from people that we train and give weapons to? You know, like how because can the American people still not notice that? It just keeps going past them. That every single they, time. Cognitive dissonance. Oh, they can't nuts. think that they're doing the, the wrong thing. They think that we're doing the right thing, and we should. I mean, shit. We just sent what three thousand troops over there to battle Ebola. Yeah, what we got to shoot one. it. Yeah, I know. I don't get that one at all. That is like the stupidest <laughs> thing. Like, why? I mean, I, I guess I can understand their thought pattern with sending troops to try to, you know, quarantine the areas and keep it, you know, enclosed. But that's not even what they're saying they're doing. It. They're saying that their special, their their, their special training will help in the battle of Ebola. What? That's what the, that, right. that's literally what the the sentence said. I don't okay, know. So I looked up the cases, and and they're very minor for the past several decades so i don't yeah. know what the big deal is well, well it's here's not the like thing. it's anything new people saying. are dying what, i mean where is where is where is this ebola outbreak at in the uh, country oh africa well that's a continent but yeah you know where i'm going yeah i know where you're going well yeah, always and country, is yeah, africa resource rich or not oh yes they've got they've been trying to get into into africa with africon for years i mean remember somalia you know they're, sure. they're, they've been trying very hard to get into that country and 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 destabilize it and, and, you know, get things going in the direction they want them to go. Uh, so maybe they found their way. And I said that last week, too. You know, maybe they finally figured out the way in there is use this uh, this Ebola right. outbreak as the reasoning to uh, to go get in that country. You see that they, uh, the one of the guys, remember there was what, two doctors over there that they, you know, flew back and, and treated them with this special thing that yeah, they were just... Yeah, it was a male and female. That was a secret? Yeah. Right. And the male is showing remarkable signs of recovery and almost undetectable. And my, and my thought was like, well, that's probably because he didn't have it to begin with. Yeah, you think it was all just a probably big scare? all bullshit, yeah. yeah. That's possible, you know. Uh, isn't that like the only case curing uh, and two people in a row, like... In a long, long time. I don't think anybody used that. It's a 90-something percent death rate. So were they just healthy enough that they were able to cure them, or did they even have it? Who knows? I don't. It's just, and I hate to say it's so early in the program, but Honduras is just looking better and better every fucking day. I didn't look at that hotel you sent me, but was that for sale, or was that just a place to go stay? It's just a picture I saw, and, oh. I, and it said hotel in Honduras, and I was like, Razzfest. <laughs> yeah, that would be fun. I will. I think that'd be a little too expensive, though, Dave. Unfortunately, a little. <laughs> yeah, just, just a slight. Like, besides, I can't leave the country because I have past due child support, so I can't get a passport. Wow. Yeah, so I can't even leave the country unless it's on a cruise or something. Wow, that's one of the things I'm going to be doing soon is uh, getting my passport because I don't have one. Right, and, and you need that to go to Honduras, Dave. I do. Well, legally, huh. yeah. yeah, legally, should we say? And you could, you could always do what they do and just, you know. Swim over there, you know, jump the border, and I have Plan B and Plan C. Run like hell. Don't worry, don't worry about it. <laughs> All right, so uh, <clears throat> there's a reason why I live close to the water. <laughs> so McCain was on, uh, you know, on, on with uh, who was he on with here? Uh, what's his face? Uh, one of the retards. I forget which one it is. I can see, I see his picture, but I can't remember his name. And they're discussing the whole thing in here. Uh, and uh, where is the quote? Oh, uh, 
because I don't want to play. It's like a six-minute video, and I forget exactly where in the video. Uh, he's, oh, he says, Has Rand Paul ever been to Syria? McCain replies, replied, Has he ever met with ISIS? Has he ever met with any of these people? No, no, no. We're going to have a fight because it's uh, patently false. So basically, you know, <clears throat> we all know that the photo is, has been circulating of uh, McCain apparently meeting with... Uh, ISIS fighters, which of course his camp comes out and says that's not who they are. Uh, but if you follow the, the trail back, these are some of the people that are involved with ISIS now. And he's standing on the on the front steps, holding arms with these guys and smiling and you know having a good old time. So don't believe the hype is, I guess, basically what I'm saying. And I know you guys listening, uh, for the most part, don't believe uh, the, the bullshit that comes out that these guys come up with sometimes. Can I just finish this out? Because I had to look it up just so that I could put this out there on the Ebola thing okay. before I can move on from that. Um, where it says the fatality rate can be up to 90%. Mm-hmm. There's been, since 76, since its first recognition, 4,400 confirmed human cases of it total worldwide. Now they're threatening that there's going to be 30,000. And 2,500 deaths. So I don't know that 90% is quite accurate. And we're also <laughs> talking about Sudan, so healthcare is probably for All right, wait a minute. So how many was worldwide? 4,400 confirmed human cases from this article that I have. As Dave's typing feverishly. Yeah. And 2,500 deaths from that. And how many people get the flu every year? Yeah, exactly. Uh, Twenty-four. That's why I'm saying there's so much fear mongering going on with this Ebola thing, and it's not like a, it's not like it's super contagious. I mean, you'd have to like make out with somebody to get it if they had it. And I mean, the the only downside is is symptoms don't show for up to like eight to ten days. Well, of course, they're putting the fear out there that it's that that they actually have people who've caught it via airborne. Uh, They're trying to push that, which is here's the number with with influenza. Three to five million cases of severe illness a year, resulting in about two hundred fifty to five hundred thousand deaths. Two hundred fifty to five. Uh, does that worldwide? That's worldwide. Oh, okay. That's annually. I was going to say because it's only like twenty four thousand deaths in uh, in America, I believe. Right, is but, what but, I read but the yesterday. Ebola outbreak is worldwide, and she just said that you know forty five hundred uh, cases of it worldwide. So I wanted to get worldwide stuff. So, you know, well, that's like touching that. the door in the winter time is. <laughs> It's worse for you than going to Africa. Well, that's like that article I tweeted that, you know, I always take a, if something in my local newspaper gets my attention, I'll take a picture of it and tweet it out. And uh, mm-hmm. there was one yesterday that I tweeted out, and it was about the flu shot, about how you have to get the flu shot and how, you know, be afraid because the flu shots, you know, the flu vaccine, or the, uh, the, the the whole flu thing is coming, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. And it's flu season time. And I swear they just were pushing it was flu season Two or three months ago, and trying because they've been giving shots. I mean, shit. CVS down here still has a you know free flu shot sign hanging out in front. Right, it's been there forever. My favorite is they have pneumonia shots now, and and this shot. What was the? Lex had to step away. I, I forget. We saw one, and it was a vaccine for something. I think we talked about it on the show. Uh, it was a vaccine for something. It was, a, and I was like, really? They they're trying to push a vaccine for that? Do you remember what that was, honey? That's a vaccine sign we saw, and I was like, I think it was when we were going up to Shannon's. Oh, yeah. Do you remember what it was? And I'm like, uh, are you kidding me? What was it? Yeah, it was really ridiculous. I can't remember what it was now. My son and I were, were in a, uh, a Walmart, Walgreens, whatever, one of the CVS, whatever one of those were, right? Right. And 
it was it had to be within every five square feet there was a fucking sign for about a flu shot and the whole i'm not shitting there must have been 200 signs you know you know little yeah. little cards not you know not big signs little you know little i don't know little placards or, or something yeah it's yeah. over the top at walgreens and cvs it's terrible yeah it's fucking ridiculous walmart too you walk in and they got mother- a guy positioned right at the entrance of walmart in a little lab coat yeah. ready to give you yeah. a flu shot no when thanks. I was in uh, County Health in Pinellas, uh, they were trying to get me to do a, a flu shot. I'm like, nope. Yeah, I, I haven't gotten sick. I haven't got severely sick since I was working um, my old job. So right. I'm talking like 09, 08, 09. And that's because I think I was drinking a tremendous amount then. The last and time it took I got me about six days. The last time I got severely sick was the IO plague. What was that? Two years ago. <laughs> that, that was the was last so time. Bad. I was really sick. Oh. And didn't I try doing a show with you and yeah, Trucker Mike? Ridiculous. Yeah, ridiculous. You were like sitting there cowering and 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 shaking. I could see it. I'm like, dude, what the fuck are you doing on the air? <laughs> I had to take my kid and leave town. I was like, no thanks. Yeah, they went. Yeah. To, they went to her mom's for Christmas and left me here all by myself, sick. Sorry. It's yeah. Horrible. Oh, it was sleep. Really. No, that was, was a horrible disease. I was bad Whatever the hell Christmas that was. Eve. Yeah, you were bad. Yeah, we went to my parents' house and I could barely yeah. move. I just went for the weekend because so they we were like death, the, the, and I wanted to leave. The article I tweeted out, or the the newspaper clipping I sent out yesterday, says CDC tells healthy adults not to forget the flu vaccine. So as I'm reading through it, and this is what I tweeted out, the article basically states that it's a big concern because half the population doesn't get a flu shot in America. Well, now we know there's roughly 330 million people in America. All right, so let's round that to make life easy to 300 million people, right? So that means 150 people, 150 million people don't get a flu shot if they say about half the population doesn't get it. Can we agree on that? Mm -hmm. So then right after they talk about how half the population doesn't get it, it's such a big concern. Out of that 150 million people that don't get it, well, let me me rephrase it. Out of 300 million people, 24,000 die a year of the flu in America. Mm -hmm. So that means... Even if everybody that died was unvaccinated from the flu, that's out of 150 million people, only 24 million, 24,000 die. That's if. Yeah, I, w- I wish I was good at, at doing statistics like that on a calculator because you could figure out the percentage, but uh, I'm not good at that. It's a very low percentage. I mean, that's right. I'd, I'd say it's under 10 percent. Well, under 10 yeah, percent. Yeah, my mother is pro uh, vaccine, uh, flu vaccine, and. One year I was over at her house, or just recently, probably like two, three years ago, and she's talking to me about getting. It. I'm like, fuck, no, I'm not getting. It. I'm not, you know, I'm not doing that shit. And she goes, I get it. I was like, yeah, I know. How'd that work out for you? She was sick for like a week after she got yeah. the, the flu vaccine. I think I remember. And I was like, see, and she and she still goes and does it because you know she's now she's indoctrinated. Like she's actually 65 years old, so she's in that you know area where she wants to get it. And I'm just like, ma, you, you know, you eat healthy, you, you exercise. You're you're in good shape. And I was like, don't get it, don't do that. But you know, they're on the both of them. They're on SSRIs, um, mm. and I, what who who the fuck am I to judge them in their life? You know? Yeah. Well, you know, that's, I'm it's, just happy they let me live here. It's, it's an <laughs> individual choice, right? It's an individual <laughs> choice, <laughs> and it's a sin that we've been convinced that uh, you know, doctor knows best when it comes to things like this because. And I know I've said this on Shannon's show. I think I might have even said it here before. Doctors don't, you know, doctors are told by pharmaceutical reps what these drugs are used for. 
That's why it's so important that the pharmacist knows what's going on. The doctor doesn't catch any mix-ups or, or bad combination of drugs. It's the pharmacist that does that. If you have questions about it, the, the, the doctors usually, you know, a lot of times the doctors will tell you, go ask the pharmacist because they yeah, know. know about the drugs. You know, they really do know. And uh, I just find it funny that, you know, they're just giving you what they're told works for this issue. They don't know anything about the drug itself. Now, yes, there are doctors out there that are very well educated. They're specialists um, that, that know a lot more about the special drugs that they use. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying doctors are idiots. And, and the average, you know, family practice doctor knows about the basic things. You know, the, the medicines, the basic medicines they're giving. But with all these new medicines out, do you really think a doctor has the ability to to study up on everything that's coming out every single day? Uh, you know, all these different things they're trying to pump into us? Not only that, they're only allowed to work on the confines of what's set out for them. Like, you can't really do homeopathic stuff. It's it's kind of illegal, you know? I mean, you could, you could do it yourself, but the doctor can't say, hey, go get, you know, colloidal silver. You know, because it's, it's against... Uh, their practice, and 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 by law they could they could be sued for malpractice and they get their license taken away. Yep, that's a sad. So th- th- I I have two medical stories now. Um, Go on. Week. One involves my son. Uh, my son works at a Lexus dealership and he's a tech and he you know f- does all this bullshit. So, so he was um, trying to fix a flat, right? And you know how you got to ream the hole out a little bit to put right. the, the plug in there, right? It was a pinhole leak. I guess he was just trying to force it in there. And he bent his arm, right? He kind of just, like, snapped his wrist. Uh. Right. So he didn't break it or anything like that. And it was hurting him. Something something like that. So he went to the doctor. And now the doctors are involved in, in, um, what's that, what's that insurance when when you're out of work for a little while? Workers' comp. Workers' comp. He's got to do a workers' comp. Now, he can't go back to work until he gets an MRI and the doctor reads the MRI. Oh, you're For, kidding. Right. And he can't go back to work till next Thursday. It happened uh, last Tuesday. So he's got to take all this time off just because the doctor... Mm-hmm. You know, the, the, and it's such a ridiculous thing. And my, even my son is like, the fucking medical complex is fucked up. And here he is, 21 years old, and he's he starting it. to see that yeah. now. <laughs> we're, we're seeing younger and younger getting more and more, especially... Uh, you know, with parents like us around, uh, I, I think that I think our generation began it, but I think it's the next generation that's really going to make a big difference compared to to us. Um, just because a lot of them are getting raised by crazy people like us, right? You know, I mean, let's be honest. You know, they're they're, they're learning the truth, uh, things that we weren't really taught. <clears throat> well, here's here's the cool thing: is like you and I. We grew up in a time where if you wanted to go look something up, you had to go to the library. Right. You yeah. know? I had to go get now, the microfilm out. <laughs> See, right. the microfilm? Oh, my God. Microfiche. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, but, like, your son, all he has to do is grab the nearest phone and look something up. And it's, I mean, we really are, like, one step behind the matrix where, you know, can you fly that uh, helicopter? Not yet. <laughs> right. I will in a moment. Right. By the way, that doesn't always work because I, uh, I tried my hat at sewing. Sewing a button on my my pants, right? Yeah, you can't learn everything on the internet. <laughs> how could you see, not sew a button? Girls on, Dave? took home ex, so we got this shit. <laughs> how, wait, how could you not really? I, I, I was it was really difficult. Well, you got to understand. It, I'm going to blame it partly on uh, the CMT because I have you know diminished feeling in the tips of my fingers. Um, to make it easier, <laughs> less painful. <laughs> right, but I could see it going <laughs> into my fingers. Just breaking through it your just, finger. 
I found it difficult, and it was, you know, just, I was like, all right, this is one thing. I tried to look it up, you know, checked out a couple of videos, read up on it, and had to do it, you know, go across and blah, 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 and make a little things. Cause, you know, it was my pants button. So it had that, you had to actually have a little bit of space so that you could actually go through the hole. So I looked at all this shit up and sucked. Absolutely sucked. I was wow. like, all right, that's one skill I can't learn You're on sewing the internet. on a button? <laughs> I've been sewing since I was like, 12 or 13 years old. I've never seen you sew anything. I haven't needed to, but I used to, all my patches on my uniforms and stuff, I always sewed all of them all myself. Yeah. Well, isn't that handy, Boy Scout? You know, I had a sewing kit. You stole it from me, remember? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because I didn't think you'd be using it. When you're in the military, when you're in the military, you have to know how to sew. Mm. It's part of the, part of the thing. You have to. So you can like stitch each other back up? Well, you gotta put patches on. What if you're, you know, you gotta be able to fix shit. In emergency situations, you must know how to put your patch back on. Yes, you must right. have your patch on. <laughs> I killed the brown person overseas patch. <laughs> <laughs> well, even when I was at the squad, I you know I had to put my uniforms together for that, too. They're all sewn by me, all my squad well, patches. Congratulations, honey. Ah, well, I'm good like that. <laughs> You're lucky. you got a, a man with many skills. <laughs> so, anyway, uh, New Jersey, Dave. Have Unfortunately, you heard? Speaking, speaking isn't one of them. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I tend to have a problem with that sometimes. When I do radio, I imagine that one. Reading, reading. Reading is my issue. I, I definitely, uh, my brain gets too far ahead of me. Oh, yeah. that's what it is. Yeah. That happens. <laughs> we're, we're going with that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Play, motherfucker. All right, here we go. Jersey. Have you heard what's going on in Jersey? Uh, about uh, what? Uh, uh, I got YouTubed. Yeah, you put, you go through and you put an ad blocker on my one computer, but you don't put it on the one I use mainly for stuff like that. Yeah, so then put it on there. I gotta it's figure not out that difficult. I gotta figure out how to. I'm waiting for this YouTube video, this, this stupid commercial to get by. Uh, what are you using? Well, well, hold on. What are you using? Firefox or Chrome to play this video? The Firefox. Alright, go, 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 go open up Google and Firefox. Oh, I'm gonna do it ad now. block. Hold it's on. ad block plus and then it'll install it and boom. Alright. It's the one fucking thing. Uh, aside, aside from shh. would need to enter your home if a proposed ordinance is approved. Oh come on, really? It is one New Jersey to let that load. Towns way let to combat finish what he was saying. All right, finish what you're saying. It's the one thing aside from mixed minusing that I wish every fucking radio host would do. I've, I've said it to Scott. I've said it to everybody. Put a fucking ad blocker in, and you will not get the YouTube ads. But it's it seems to be that they they like the pre-roll. Well, yeah, fuck them. Yeah, you know, it's a pain fuck them all. Ass, but you got to deal you'll with never it. Hear, you'll never hear that shit when I'm playing stuff. Well, lucky you, Dave. Aren't you just special? Well, I just don't like ads. So, Montville, New Jersey. Plan would allow un- uh, allow searches without warrants for underage drinking. What? You haven't heard this one yet, have you? This is a great Obviously little not, story. No. Uh, proposed ordinance in Mont- Montville, New Jersey... Could give police officers broad powers, including entering private property, if underage drinking is even suspected. A CBS, oh my God. A CBS2 Christian Sloan reported the proposal has some people questioning just how far police should be allowed to go. Residents value their privacy in the upscale community of Montville in Morris County, but the proposed ordinance could change all of that. Police officers under the ordinance could search homes with probable cause and without a warrant if they suspected underage drinking. With probable cause. With, well, probably cause. Probable right. cause would be your neighbor calling and saying, hey, I think he's got a bunch of kids over there so drinking. No, no. To enter your home if a proposed ordinance is approved. It's going to skip, so one New Jersey so town's way to combat underage drinking. CBS 2's Christine... I'm hoping it'll catch up to itself. 
I'd let what? it try to load. New it's not going to. Montville, New Jersey. There you go. It's an upscale community in Morris County where residents value their privacy. But a pro- really post ordinary could change all of that, allowing police officers with probable cause to search homes without a warrant if they suspect underage drinking. I am not in favor of them just coming into the home because there are, like um, other people have said, there are children that do make mistakes on various occasions, and that's more of a parent responsibility rather than a police responsibility. The proposal is so controversial that when it was heard in this committee room, a vote was postponed until members could hear from the police chief. One aspect of the plan appeals to residents. Right now, underage drinkers face criminal charges under state law, but with this new proposal, officers could choose to let them face lesser penalties. They are kids, and kids make mistakes, and they need to understand the consequences, but I don't think it needs to be on their college app application or somehow affect them in their future. Despite that, these 17-year-olds say the proposed ordinance gives police too much discretion. I just feel that it's not really their business to be going into people's houses. I mean, like, if you want to do that, you got to get a warrant. Just come into our houses and start searching and, you know, eventually it's going to turn into hunches and all that. And once you're basing on a hunch, then it's all downhill from there. The mayor, committee members, and the police don't appear to want to talk about the proposal. We reached out to all of them, but no one has returned Imagine our that. calls. In Montville, New Jersey, Christine Sloan, CBS 2 News. One town official says the ordinance, which imposes fines of up to $350, is vague in some areas. So I like the comment. But another aspect of the plan does appeal to residents. While teens caught drinking face criminal charges under state law, officers under the Monteville pro- proposal could choose to let underage drinkers face lesser penalties. Uh, dumbass, they can do the same thing now. They just don't have to arrest them or, you know, just take them home. Or, no, no, no. Duh. no. We're, all right, so I'm going to read a list of countries because most countries, most civilized countries on this planet do not have a drinking law. You could be 16 years old and go into a fucking pub in England and get something to drink, right? right? Yeah. Uh, I saw 16-year-olds in pubs yeah. when I was there. Right. It was re- really weird. <laughs> so so let's, let, let me read a little list of the, the countries uh, around the world that share this draconian law. Indonesia, Kazakhstan, Oman, Pakistan, Qatar, Sri Lanka... I don't know. I'm going to say that one. United Arab Emirates, Federal Federated States of Micronesia, blah blah blah, India, and the United States. So, and Japan, Iceland, and Canada. And this this Canadian ones. Canadian has alcohol laws. Yeah. All right. So that's like Iceland and Canada are the only other ones that are not you know a, a, a stand country or or a you know a, I'm not pulling the Muslim card, but a deeply religious country. Right. Well, um, see, my thought on this, here, here's my thought on this. I am not against having an age for certain things. Smoking, drinking, uh, marijuana use, uh, you know, yes, there should be an age where it cannot be sold to those individuals by a store. Uh, and now I think 21 is too high for drinking. If you can join the military at 18, drinking should be 18 just like cigarettes. My personal opinion. Right. But if I as a parent decide I want to sit down with my 14 or 15 or 16 year old son and have the first beer with him or I know that they're going to be doing it you know my parents allowed drinking at my house when I was a kid they didn't mm-hmm. they, they didn't well my dad didn't allow it. my mother allowed it <laughs> um, you know and I'm not 
I'm not saying it was a great thing, but we stayed there. We weren't out getting in trouble. Uh, you know, they were there monitoring us. You know, they didn't buy it for us. We had to get it ourselves, and we could do it there. Uh, and, and a lot of my friends that I grew up with, their parents were that way. They would have let us throw parties, you know, we would be at a different house every other week having a party of just, you know, five or ten close friends. Right. And we grew up fine. We didn't get in trouble. We didn't have car accidents. We didn't have problems like that. Right. And, and, and now this this is the law uh, trying to be mommy and daddy. Right. And I think I think you're right on the money. I think you should you should legal or make a law who you could sell it to. But you know, if you want to let your kid drink, then you know there should be no uh, there should be no uh, law against me doing it, and making, there should be no law against making doing parents' it. children their own responsibility. How about right. that idea? Well, that's the whole point. How when unusual. my son lived down here with me. In, in Jacksonville, we were working. We were busting our ass, and I'd be like, all right, I'm getting a six-pack. I'd get a six-pack for him, too. He was 18. Right. You know? Yep. I just I walked in. I had mine, and I gave one to him, you know? And we were responsible parents. I was responsible. We didn't leave the house. We didn't go driving. You know, we didn't do any of that shit. We just were like, all right, we're done. Uh, now we're drinking. Yeah, you want a beer at the end of your shit. long day. You remember, remember that story of him stealing all my weed, too? I don't yeah, <laughs> I do remember that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, if you know they're going to do something, uh, of course, raising them, you want to try to encourage that this is not something you want to do regularly. Now, I'm, I'm bad on that because I, I drink a lot of beer. I, you know, that's my drink. I come home, I have a couple beers, not a couple sodas. You know, that's just me or a couple drink, you know, juices or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, you know, Mikey, he, he, he knows beer. He, oh, let me go get you a beer out of the fridge. You know, he had apple juice the other day or something. He's like, oh, that looks like beer or tea or something. Mm-hmm. I forget what it was. You know, so is that a bad thing? I don't know. Is that a bad thing? Did you feel bad? <laughs> no, I didn't. Not I really. I feel like you do. You're just mimicking. You're like, really, yeah. Yeah. Well, Let's do that. We had candy cigarettes when we were kids. Yes, we yeah. did. <laughs> it's a big friggin' deal. My favorite. We'd I, like blow the, whatever right. it was, it like was the powdered gum. sugar through right, the sugar thing. Sugar. Yeah, the bubblegum ones, if you, if you had smoke. a nice dry mouth, you could actually it, inhale it in your mouth and blow it out of your mouth, too. The, the <laughs> bubblegum. I know which ones you're talking. No, I'm, po- I'm pointing at you, not the kid or anything. Mm. Uh, we, but my favorite though, even though I like the bubble gun because you could do the smoke, I like the hard candy ones. They had the little red tip. Do you remember those ones? They no. were like the long white sugar sticks, and they like put a little <laughs> red tip on it, and it came in like a cigarette pack. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. The no, candy the, the ones you're talking about are the gum ones where you could blow no. through it. Yeah, they were like they were like a kind of like made out of what sweet tarts are made out of and they were white and powdery and they oh, looked they were like different. little cigarettes they were different than because we had two different kinds we had the hard candy ones and then we had bubble gum that was wrapped in white paper and that <laughs> Which, had hindsight i mean what's wrong with these candy companies i know right candy cigarettes yay well the, the ones that were wrapped wrapped in white paper now i look at it and i go man that that actually looks like a joint <laughs> you know because it was just straight white paper oh yeah so i don't know anyway a little derailing there on that one sorry it's all right we do that a lot. So, Dave, what's your thought on, uh, you know, iPhone came out first and now Android's following suit uh, to encrypt to where law enforcement will not be able to get into it? Wrong. Android's been able to do that for a long time. Well, uh, I just I have an article sitting in front of me that Android's following suit, joining the and offering Android could do default Android encryption. Could, I'll, I'll, I'll get my fucking tablet and I'll show you where I can encrypt it. Well, no, it, it does say, <clears throat> it does say in here that, that Android did it before and that they have phones that allow you to turn it on. But starting now with new phones, it's going to be default that it's automatically on. 
All right, hold on. Here's the, here's here's what you, uh, Apple is saying. Look at us. We did we did something good, but let's go back a couple of weeks to the fappening, where all those fucking the celebrities the fappening. That's oh, what they call the cloud them. stealing. Right, right. It's, what does it, that it doesn't, mean? I'm sorry. Remember the we, nudes came out. Maybe a couple, I'm stupid, but what is a fappening? Some right, stupid well, fucking mainstream word that Dave's flopping around mean? with. No, no. The internet calls jerking off fapping. Right, I call it jerking then, off. I didn't I go, know I, that. Right, they say, I could fap to that, right? And then, and then when these, these pictures came out, instead of calling the happening, they called it the fappening. Oh my god, uh, I've never heard of stellar. any of that, Dave. Yeah, you got to get on Reddit or Imager. <laughs> Your girlfriend's on Imager. So uh, Gloria, it, it, anyway, oh, yeah, she know. would know what it is. Yeah. Um, yeah, Gloria would know what fapping is. I'm sure. So here's the thing: is I th- most people think it was some kid that 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 hacked into the cloud. No, it was the NSA. I'll bet you. I, that's exactly what I'm thinking. I'm thinking they got all these pictures. And they just trade them around, and it doesn't matter. And if got out of the circle. Your phone's encrypted. They have all that shit. They they have all the keys. You know, like there's, there's an NSA key in Microsoft Windows 95. That's how long Microsoft's been in bed with fucking the NSA. Well, it says here, Android has offered optional encryption on some devices since 2011. But security experts say few, user, few users have known how to turn on the feature. Now Google is designing the act, act, activation process for new Android devices, so the encryption happens automatically. Only someone who enters a device's password will be able to see pictures, videos, and communication stored on those smartphones. So this just came out. Uh, this was what uh, Washington Post on the 18th of September. So this just came out, right? Yeah. Well, it, it's it's trying. It's Apple trying to say, look, we did good, but basically, it's it's smoke and mirrors. Uh, don't worry about it. They still get. They'll still be able to get it. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't believe it really encrypts it either. I just find it interesting that. Um, all of a sudden now security is actually on the forefront of everybody, so they gotta make you think that, uh, you're all secure and safe. Right, right, but still, here, here's, here's what goes on. Let's go back to the fappening. What goes on also is. Really that, rather not. <laughs> well, I'm gonna get a little technical on you. Oh, jeez. Apple will store, the cloud is basically just a set of servers where you store your shit offline or, or in the, on the internet instead of on your computer or on your device. Right? So you could access it from anywhere. So Apple actually backs it up to uh, Microsoft servers, and then they and they have like a double redundant backup, and they, and those guys back it up. I forget where to Amazon. That's where it goes, right? So it goes Apple, Microsoft, Amazon. Now my, uh, Apple encrypts everything, but when they back shit up to Apple or to Microsoft or to uh, uh, Amazon cloud servers, it's not encrypted. So you can hack into those things to get the shit. Without having to even touch your device or even go to an Apple server. So you're better you're leaving it in your server. device, and because I don't, I don't think I've signed up for the cloud. I might have this last time. Who knows? I don't even remember. I, I really, <laughs> I gave up on really worrying about, um, you know, protecting my security because again, I, I spew it out here. I have a website where right. I spew out what I say. What's the point of protecting it? You know, I don't know if many people know this or not. And I showed it to Joe last week, and I wanted to, to get into a conversation about it. Oh, I closed it. But if you type in, um, in your Google search on your smartphone there, type in Google Tracks or Google Tracking. And, yeah, I've seen that. And what it'll do is it'll give you a link and it'll show you your travel history. If you have your, your location turned on, mm-hmm. you can pull up your travel history for whatever day of the week you'd like. 
And I, I, again, I don't turn anything off anymore. I really don't give a fuck. They can track me all they want. I don't go anywhere. You know, you bring mine up and it just shows every apartment I go to on the property here. It's kind of funny. <laughs> you know, looking at all the dots and it's like all throughout the property where I work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, you know, people there, you're being tracked whether you like it or not. And if you think turning off your location on your phone is, is going to make it so that doesn't track you, uh, where you can see it, but it doesn't mean they're still not can't track that they still can't track you. Right. They, they, they could, they could, uh, triangulate your cell signal. Yeah, it's very All easy. All they need is your SIN, and uh, they know where you are. Well, you're you're still making pings, you know, every time you go up and open up Facebook or Twitter, or whether you have yeah. the tracking on or not, you're still sending a signal. You're still, you know, making a communication somewhere. So hey, just think of that. Don't worry about <laughs> it. I, I don't. I don't really worry about it. I'm not doing anything that I should worry about getting tracked down and and arrested and assaulted for. True, uh, but but that lends itself to well, if you got nothing to hide, then why why worry? We we want privacy, but yet, um, like I I know of ways around things, but I want when I I'm going to get a cell phone. I think in the beginning in the springtime, I, I have this one cell phone that I want to get, and it's coming out then, and it's highly configurable, and I guarantee you I could shut shit off and 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 kind of keep it as low profile as I want. But I do like. So you're not going to have an Obama phone anymore. I, I, I forget to bring it with me all the time. <laughs> you basically sit, they, 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 this month I used it a lot, but, uh, usually I make, you have to make at least one call a month. And I get harassed at the end of the month. They send me an email. You haven't made any phone calls yet. So like, I'll just pick up the phone and call somebody and make the one call. Oh, you never call me on that one call. That's pretty fucked up, Dave. Well, most people don't know this, this, that, the Obama number. I only call people that know that number. And that, that'll actually, I know that, that number. I know I've, I've picked, I've called you from it. Yeah, I, I know that number. That's where I got you, the, You've called me from it. That's where that's I. Right. That's where I got. Look at all these chemtrails. That's where that came from. <laughs> from your Obama phone. Oh, look at all these chemtrails. <laughs> so anyway, uh, antidepressants rapidly alter brain architecture. Study finds. Wow, that's wonder where like I've heard new. that before. <laughs> that's been known for a while. I, I don't think yeah. I've ever said that before, have I? It doesn't say that in the pamphlets, does it? <laughs> a single dose of a popular class of psychotropic drugs used to treat depression can alter the brain's architecture within hours, even though most patients usually don't report improvement for weeks, a new study suggests. More than 1 in 10, let me, let me repeat that, more than 1 in 10 adults in the U.S. use these drugs. These specific drugs, 1 in 10 adults. I, I, I actually think that's a very low number. Well, that's just this specific kind of... Oh, of, that specific drug. More than 1 in 10 adults in the U.S. use these drugs, which uh, adjust the availability of a chemical transmitter in the brain, serotonin, by blocking the way it is reabsorbed. The so-called seroto- selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors, or SSRIs, include Prozac, Lexapro, Celex. Selexa, Paxil, and Zoloft. Isn't Selexa the one you were on that you, like... No. No. That was a very interesting thing. Um, The findings could be a first step towards figuring out whether a relatively simple brain scan might one day help psychiatrists distinguish between those who respond to such drugs and those who don't. So basically, uh, the first... You mean not all brains work the same? Imagine that. There might be some people a little off. There might be some people really smart. They're all different. They all work differently. But this is uh, basically saying from the moment you take these things, your brain is being reconstructed. 
That's one of the reasons why I'm against uh, Chantex. You know, Lexi's grandpa took Chantex to quit smoking. He He's not a completely different man, but he's definitely different after taking that. Lexi and I have talked about that before. Yeah. You know, I don't want to get into detail about it. It's my grandpa. No, he's just he's just different. He's still yeah. grandpa. He's still cool as hell. He's just he doesn't seem as politically driven to me as he used to be. No, you know he's he's really fallen off of that page. So it's not he, fiery about anything. Yeah, and even Shannon doesn't seem as as you know as politically driven as he uh, used to be. Okay. But wait a minute, isn't he off of it? Well, yeah, but you only take it for a certain amount of time. That's the so point. you think it does permanent permanent damage? Yeah, absolutely. I think it completely re-engineers. I mean, that's in essence what this article is saying. Effexor XR, this one that's coming up, yeah, I was on that. Mm. For, I took it, what, twice? And then I threw yeah. the rest of it away. <laughs> after, after I tried one. I freaking one. hallucinated on it. It freaked me out. Because I never take any pills. I don't like it. They always make me sick. And that one, I'm driving to friggin' work, and I started, like, tripping out. <laughs> thought I was floating in my car. I was so freaked out. Yeah, they gave it to her after she had the kid because, you know, people get depressed after they have a kid. Okay, well, breastfeed, take care of your kid, and guess what? The depression will go away. As soon as you start taking yeah. these drugs... I should have never taken that or thought that I well, that was to. that was well before we even thought well, the way I'm we do. Well, I'm not a crier, and I was, like, randomly crying for no reason, so I told the doctor that. And I, I had only had Mikey for all of two weeks, and she was like... You're depressed. That could last for months. I'm going to put you on. This is just going to help even you out. I'm like, all right. And that was before I really invested much research <laughs> into anything. <laughs> <laughs> well, we didn't wait. We didn't, you know, wake up, shall we say, until Mikey was about it know, was right six months or so. It was kind of actually right months. after that. That was when you started getting all Mel Gibson conspiracy theory. <laughs> it was right around that time. Yeah, that is about right. About right when that started. Oh, well. <laughs> It's funny because I, I watch that show from time to time, and I, I only watch it for a few minutes. And the very beginning, when he's in the t- cab talking to people, you know, half that shit's ridiculous, but half the stuff he talks about is true. Yeah, who uh, John was it? John Riley put out the opening of that. Somebody from the from the uh, Red Pill Society. Yeah, it was either John or uh, uh, who's the guy in Pennsylvania? Um, oh God, I can't think. <laughs> I've met him before I know, at I.O. I know exactly who you're talking about, and I can't remember not, his name. Not Dave. Because, um, no, no, no. It's Ryan. John? Ryan. Right, right. Exactly, Ryan. Yeah, I knew it would come to me eventually. Because <laughs> I can. I, here's the funny thing: is that two of they, JJ and Ryan, are completely different people. They look completely different, and I've met both of them. Uh, but I always, conf- I always confuse their names. Yeah, that's easy to do. It's names. Yeah. I mean, we, you know, we've met both of them. I, I think uh, I think we might see John at Razzfest, possibly. Really? Yeah, maybe. I'm hoping. That'd be cool. I'm hoping. Yeah, we got that coming up, uh, what, three weeks from now? Four weeks from now, Razzfest? I think four weeks. Wannabe in, wannabein.com. That's wanna be letter in, two N's. If you uh, are interested in joining us for our weekend fiasco, uh, live shows will be all from there that weekend, so it'll be a lot of fun for you guys. When we get back, we're going to take our break here. When we get back, Dave, I think we're going to start some of the police stuff. i got a lot of police stuff here. Uh, I know that's always your favorite stuff. So, uh, hey, you guys are listening to the first 52 on RazRadioLive.com. We'll be back with you in a couple minutes. Look at my crayon. Hold on. What am I supposed to say? What am I doing? <laughs> What's your name again? John Ryan. Four Toad and Lexi. Do I mention Four Toad? Sure. Oh. Or Dave. Dave. <laughs> 
Hey, it's always great to be on the first 52 with Sean Raz for Toad and Lexi. You know, I don't, that sounds like shit. What am I? Give me a script here. Come on. I can't do this. You're putting me on, under pressure. Bob, don't worry about it here. And, uh. Dr. Bob. It's Dr. Bob, yeah. It's Dr. Bob Tuscan. It's Bob Tuscan, and you're listening to the first 52 on Raz Radio with my buddies Sean Raz and Lexi Raz and that guy Forto. The good things in life don't last It's called the slow creep Through socialistic views You political fools They're gonna rob your shoes So let's make freedom hot Mr. Conspiracy's back That's why I'm swinging my sounds On these liberty tracks So don't hold me back Cause that's how I roll When I return to heist The mass system of control Cause they poison your health To make you accept the lies So I point it out Before the masses die With heist click, there ain't no stopping shit is popping like Mr. Wiggles. We torture genocide rappers for shits and giggles. I got a ride to blind you, and I will play God to the stunad who signed you. I am obliged to provide the spine to switch all your jellyfish. Don't try to hide, we'll find you. And when we do, don't act like a palamon. I'm just doing my job. Christmas Day at Valentine, I brand your motherfucking forehead with a dollar sign. Hands off, I ran. Liberty for Palestine. Occupy the world with a mic in my hand. 
up, Raz Radio fam? It's your man, Wayne, in Baltimore, and I'm doing my thing live on Saturdays from 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time when I bring you the chocolate drop on RazRadioLive.com. Join us as we play music, talk sports, politics, and whatever's going on in the news. And um, chances are you might learn something. Chances are you won't. So join me and Joe from Maine on Saturdays from 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on RazRadioLive.com. Oh, and by the way, no devil music. Will always retain their power. Words are for the means to meaning, and for those who will listen, the enunciation of truth. And the truth is, there is something terribly wrong with this country. What's life worth? Questions about whether or not you can actually win the general the Republican nomination, sir. 
Well, we've only had two little primaries so far, so it's pretty premature to decide which one is going to be the candidate. But, you know, when, when you think about it, if you measured everything I've ever said, every vote I've ever taken against the Constitution, you know, I'm a strict constitutionalist. So you suggesting the Republicans should write me off because I'm a strict constitutionalist? I'm the most conservative member here. I have voted, you know, against more spending and wasting government than anybody else. So you're suggesting that I'm not electable and the Republicans don't want me because I'm a strict fiscal conservative? Because I believe in civil liberties? Why should we not be, be defending civil liberties? And why should we not be de talking about foreign policy that used to be the part of the Republican Party? Mr. Republican Robert Taft didn't even want us to be in NATO. And you're saying now that we have to continue to borrow money from China to finance this empire that we can't afford? I, let me see if I get this right. We, we need to borrow $10 billion from China, and then we give it to Musharraf, who's a military dictator who overthrew an elected government, and then we go to war, we lose all these lives promoting democracy in Iraq. I mean, what's going on here? And you're saying, and you're saying that this insinuation that I am less Republican because of that? Done and over with. You're listening to First 52 on RazRadioLive.com. I hope you uh, you got done what you needed to get done on your break, and you're ready for some more talk. Because we got some more talk coming at you. We're going to talk about police brutality. I think now. That's what I think we're going to talk about, Dave. What do you think? It seems to be a topic of every show. Uh, you know, between nine and nine and eleven, we'll say something about the police state, and eleven on, it's all about weed. <laughs> yeah, well, that's a good pattern to have, I think. You know, yeah. Yeah, but but we know that that. Well, maybe if there wasn't so much police brutality going on, we wouldn't be having these conversations. Ding, ding, ding! Winner, winner, chicken dinner. <laughs> When the shit goes down, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, you know, it's it's unfortunate that we see so many cases. I know Salty got on the one uh, on Friday, <clears throat> and he really, really got to his, uh, gotten his, uh, call, what do you call that? Crawl? Crawl? Krill? Grill? Craw. Craw? Got into his craw? 
Yeah. <laughs> that one really got him. He was really pissed off. I forget uh, the 100% of the story. It was a good story, though, and it was uh, it was really messed up. But, of course, you know, we can find our own that we can talk about here because they go on so often it's almost impossible not to find one. Right. Like, we don't even have to, like, save it from the beginning of the week to the end of the week. We just wait till I, I don't know about you, but I just wait till Saturday to do show prep now, and I could find shit today. Oh, it's yeah. ridiculous, yeah. It's... I Actually, before we start beating up on the cops... Go ahead. I'm going to do an uncharacteristic kudos to the cops. Oh, my God. Hell's freezing it... over. Holy you... shit. Honduras has fallen in the ocean. <laughs> you might even know about this story. Did you hear? Because this is kind of local. Um, where that woman, uh, that 80-year-old woman, the store clerk, got the shit beat out of her at a store in, I think it was uh, Winterhaven. And uh, they were they were going after the guy. They they found they got a suspect. His name was Perry Chance. Uh, he's fifty three, and he was bouncing all over the place. They said he was here in or St. Pete, uh, but they caught him up. Uh, where the hell they got him? I don't know. Columbia County. I don't even know where the fuck that is. Columbia County. That's got to be up towards Jacksonville area, I would guess. But anyway, I I read the story and it was really good police work. You know, they didn't they didn't you know tap anybody's phone. It's not like shit you hear these days of how they got this person is you know the guy fucked up or or they they traced him by his phone or whatever. They actually did really good police work. They went and interviewed people and like they said here in St. Pete they went to the the hotel um, because a, a cab driver tipped him off that they said you know that this guy's here. And they went in there. Guy was already gone. They interviewed the, the people there. Then they found a receipt in his in the hotel room from McDonald's. They went to McDonald's. They confirmed what kind of car he was driving. It's really good police work. And I'm just I'm happy that they caught this guy. Well, and you know, Dave, I know you constantly are against the law enforcement, uh, but there is good that they do. That's that's like my argument with it. You know, and uh, yeah, uh, we it's pl- rare, and and it's that's very rare. Said. That's why I said I'm going to take this time to do an uncharacteristic thing, which is give props to the cops because, you know, the, the whole story is that you know, this woman has been beat, but I read it through the story. I was like, wow, that's fucking damn fine police work there. Right, exactly. You know, and we need those kinds of cops. Uh, there's two stories I hope to touch on tonight, uh, at least one I hope to touch on tonight, which is, uh, you remember, I think it was last year, maybe a little bit sooner than that, um, the the Florida State Trooper pulled over the Miami cop going mm-hmm. to his off-duty job in his uh, patrol car at like 110, driving right. up the highway. And that woman got harassed by everybody else on the fucking To place. where she had to move to another town. It got yeah. so bad. So that thin blue line that we talk about. See, a lot of people don't don't understand what the thin blue line means. They think that just means that, that cops are walking on that thin blue line of, of protecting you. But really what that talks about and what that, that refers to is the unspoken rule that you don't turn in another cop for doing something because you know maybe they had to do that to make that arrest to make that that saving uh, arrest they had to maybe break a law or two here or you know beat somebody and that's that's what that thin li- blue line refers to and that's the the big issue with it is we need good cops we 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 need good cops we need people we can trust to enforce legal laws and lawful laws and treat us with respect as they do it. Just laws. Yes. Let's, let's just add that. Laws. Just laws. Laws that follow the Constitution. How's that? Does that help make it a little better? Uh, well, no. <clears throat> so, uh, because, <laughs> go ahead. Uh, the Constitution hasn't done anything good. Anyway, I don't want to get. A, I don't want to sidetrack. Let's you would think that that Missouri would would be really working hard on on law enforcement within their state. 
But again, Independence, Missouri, we have another story uh, coming out. Luckily, it's not a shooting, but this kid may not survive anyway. Um, let's see if the video wants to cooperate with me. On September 14, 2014, at approximately 3.07 p.m. I reset everything before they started the show, too, Dave. police officer conducted a vehicle stop in the area of East Southside Boulevard and Main Street in Independence. The stop was based on a Kansas City Police Department warrant association to the plate. That warrant was associated to a female. During the course of the stop, the driver became uncooperative, physically resisted to exiting the car, and an altercation ensued, leading the officer to deploy the taser. So, an ambulance was summoned per department taser policy. Once additional officers and medical personnel arrived, it was determined the driver was having a medical emergency and he was transported to an area hospital. The officer who conducted the car stop has been placed on administrative leave and the department is conducting a full investigation to determine what factors contributed to the medical emergency, including the actions of the officer. Once the investigation is completed, the department... So, basically, I'm going to give you a good rundown on this here. Um... Family and friends are questioning the use of force by independent police after a struggle with the officers sent a 17-year-old to the hospital. 17 years old, let's keep that in mind. The officer used a stun gun on the teenager who is now in critical conditions. A critical condition. Friends say Bruce Masters is in, med- is in a medically induced coma because of injury to his brain. They are hoping the teenager pulls through. Bryce Masters. Bryce, what did I say? Bruce. Oh, sorry. <clears throat> I apologize, Bryce. His name is Bryce Masters. They are cooling his body to try and reduce swelling that may have been caused by hitting his head on the concrete or losing oxygen for a period of time. Curtis Masters stepped outside to welcome Masters to his house in the 200 block of South Boulevard about 3.30 p.m. A uh, fine police officer had pulled his friend over. Martez. Martez, sorry. <laughs> It's names. I'm allowed to mess up names. That's all right. You don't have to whisper. We can all hear. (laughs) You have a microphone. The cop went up to the passenger window and was like, hey, roll down the window, Martyrs said. However, Martyrs said Masters couldn't roll it down. He didn't have the cable that allowed the electric windows to work. But independent police said Masters... That master, yeah, Masters had an outstanding traffic violation and refused to cooperate with the officer. I believe he did crack the window, but did not roll it all down any further. He was just being completely uncooperative with the sergeant. Uh, sergeant Daryl Schmidley said, Schmidley? 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 Right, right by the arrow there. Schmid, Schmidley? Schmidley? <laughs> that's a terrible last name. That's when things got rough. Police say the officer did what he had to protect himself as the te- uh, because the team began to struggle with the officer. 17-year-old boy struggling with a, what, 20-something-year-old police officer who works out every day, who, you know... You never know. He might just he might be doing the, uh, the donut curl. The donut curl. <laughs> right. Poli- police... <laughs> the driver refused to exit the vehicle. A struggle ensued. A taser was deployed by the officer. The driver was finally removed out of the car. A struggle ensued once he was moved out of the car, said Sergeant Schminiel. <laughs> Let's just call him Schmuck. How about that? Sergeant Schmuck. Sergeant Schmuck. (laughs) However, witnesses described a different scene. Imagine that. Mm. The cop was like, you want to mess with me? And pulled out his taser and tased him. I thought he shot him. 
Then he pulled him out of the car, handcuffed him, and drug him around the car. Uh, witness Michael Baker said. Michelle Baker said. <laughs> professional training earns you. Schmuck said Masters was warned was warned the officers were going to use a stun gun and still refused to cooperate. Wait, wait, can we go back because I'm, I'm a little bit confused. What was he What was he initially pulled over for to begin with? For a warrant associated to a female that owned the vehicle. Okay, so they pulled over the car. There was a warrant based on the license plate of that vehicle based right. on a female... Though. Right, so they have a warrant for Jane Doe, but yet there's the you know Bill Johnson's driving. They they can obviously see that a, a male is driving the car, and so where is the probable cause? Uh, nowhere. Right, I so we started from that. the beginning, uh, <laughs> fucking up civil rights. Yeah, pretty bad. So Schmuck said Masters was warned the officers were going to use a stun gun and still refused to cooperate. It looked like he hit his head on the concrete. You could see blood coming out of his mouth. Mouth. The cop put his foot on his back and moved back and forth like he was putting a cigarette out and asked, Are you ready to get up now? You could tell the kid was going into convulsions, Baker said. Witnesses who saw the whole thing happen say they watched Masters die and then come back to life after emergency crews resuscitated him. Abigail Edwards, a co-worker of Masters, says witnesses and friends want an investigation into how the incident was handled. It doesn't make sense. He didn't deserve it. I I know he didn't do anything to deserve it because his father is a cop. Yeah. He knows better than to do stuff like that, Edwards said. <clears throat> so was Kelly Thomas. Yeah. Her father was a cop, too. Yeah. Mm. Master- stopped them from beating the shit out of him. Master's father is an officer with the Kansas City Police Department. Uh, so that's the... Well, what's this here? An attorney from the Master's family released the following... Uh, we don't need to hear the attorney's statement. So that was the first story that came out about this, and this came out on September 14th, and it was updated on the 15th, right? Mm -hmm. So then on the 15th, which is not in that story, it came out, FBI launches excessive force probe of independent police, of independence police. So now the FBI is now looking into this situation. Uh, so, I, I, it's nice to see this going, you know, getting investigated, but do you think the FBI looking into it's gonna make a, a difference no, in I, the outcome think, of this case, Dave? I think what's gonna happen is what always happens. They get fired, they, uh, people forget about it, and they get, the guy gets rehired with back pay. And I think that happened twice this week. I sent that uh, links out. Yeah, I saw that, one of them, that. I know that. Right, cause I tagged you specifically, and I, cause I see there are no good cops, or see it happening, or this is why I don't like, when people get all excited when a cop gets fired, because nine out of ten times, well, I don't have any data to back that up. He gets but rehired somewhere locally or, or in right. another township or something. Exactly, exactly. These are problem people that they, they you know, it, it, if I did something, let's just say, I, I don't know, but I, I, I probably couldn't get a job somewhere else if I was a bad person, you know, if it was on my record that I did something. But these people, they get fucking hired all over the place. Oh yeah, I mean, I I could Fucking. I could not get a job possibly because I had a DUI at one point. In time right, in my right. Life. But a cop who I, I, who almost killed somebody, or maybe they did kill somebody and they just lost their job and didn't go to jail for it, uh, can go a couple counties over and get a, a job as a cop again. Yeah, yeah. And and it's probably all being helped by the by the by the police, you know, by the, his uh, 
Union. Bosses, they're probably like, we'll get you in over here. Don't worry. You'll, you'll relax for six months. You got enough money, you know, and we'll get you would pay, you know, back pay. So you'll, you'll be looking good. Right. You know? No, I, just, I, just lay low. And it's a sin that that kind of stuff happens because. It is a sin. If, and I think it should, I think it should stop and we should stop fucking paying for it. If we did any of the things, uh, you know, even if it was in, in, in a positive manner, we could still get in trouble for some of the things that we see law enforcement do. You know, even if it was being done as as a protective measure, or or you know, in the same way that they would be doing something, I think that's disturbing. So <clears throat> there is some there is some audio to this. I'm hoping it's going to play properly and cooperate because I want to hear it because I haven't listened to this yet. The FBI is now investigating if an independence police officer went too far trying to take down a teenager. Teenager, seventeen year old. Masters is in a medically induced coma. This is cell phone video of his arrest Sunday. Independence police say Masters was pulled over because the car he was driving had a warrant associated with it. They also uh, say wait, Masters how can, how can car? is a Kansas City police officer. All right, we heard it already. You don't have to play the video. Down his window Especially the since officer it's told choppy. Him to. But Masters' friend and say it was what, you because you the shut my mic off. No, I hear malfunctioning. The windows on the vehicle were uh, extremely dark. This is bad radio, and, and I'm going to make it worse by talking up under. Uh, I don't know why. This, it's, <laughs> it's just one kind of video. It's, these aren't YouTube videos. These are embedded videos on web, on news websites. You're putting too much crap on one computer that's shitty already. No, that's not have anything to do with it. That's exactly what it is. How many tabs does the app have open? Actually, I cleaned up pretty good. I only got one, two, three, There's four, eight. five, six here. Yeah, but how many different... I got, yeah. I got six there. I got one, two, oh. three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven there, and one you, there. So that's up? 21 <laughs> there going on. I got you, B-Way. I got 12 on this one and 11 on that one. No, I don't have I'm actually running the money. Anyway, did you see the the, the uh, story that uh, Wayne in Baltimore tweeted out just now? Yes. No, he just tweeted one? I'm not on my here's the, he's See, here's the thing. Local I'm, I'm, shit it, going on. Right. It's basically the same shit. Cop on video beating the shit out of somebody, right? Um, and here is the Baltimore City Police Commissioner Anthony Batts says, blah, 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 blah. Much like the public, I was shocked. I'm outraged. I'm disgusted by what I saw. An employee of the Baltimore oh, Police yeah, Department. Yeah, this one I've seen this one. Uh, yeah. Nothing, I, uh, here, here's the thing. Nothing that I saw in that video is defensible, nor should it be defensible. But most importantly, it's unacceptable, will not be tolerated within this organization. Despite the fact that the guy is on paid administrative leave, he's not in fucking jail. Why is it that they get to stay home and get paid, but if if it was me and you that did it, Let, let's uh, bring one your, of us would be in jail? Let's bring everybody up to speed what this is about. Basically, what this is about is, is it sounds like a thug officer that had a problem with this this kid maybe back when they were younger, and he just walked up and punched this dude and then wrote in the, in the report that he was in fear of his life, and that's why he had to protect himself. I did see this story uh, the other day. I think I tweeted it out. I like yeah, this quote in it. There's a pattern here. First, these officers are stripping our clients of their dignity, their rights, then charging them with an assault that they themselves have perpetrated. It's the same pattern. They stripped him of his rights and forced him to submit. This is not Baltimore justice. It's Baltimore horror. That's New York justice. That's, that's gangster that's, justice. No, that's, that's cop justice. It, it could be Baltimore, Tampa. Well, Tampa, they're pretty cool. But, you know, definitely New York, definitely L.A. Fuck the L.A. cops. Uh, Arizona is the same way, you know? Now, Kevin would argue that with you because he, uh, I guess they were out street racing and the cops came and, and just checked them all out and then sent them on their way or something along those lines. 
So yeah, well, he's lucky. He's driving while white. Driving while white. Because you I'll must drive you, while white. I'll bet you. I'll, I, I, I'll bet you if there was a guy who was Hispanic in there, guess where he'd be? I don't know. Kevin will have to, if he gets a chance, give us that story. Maybe we'll talk about it tomorrow. We do have a caller on the line, Dave. Uh, our buddy Jake's joining us. How you doing, buddy? Hey, Sean, Dave, uh, Lexi. Uh, yeah, sorry, I'm a little behind uh, because I didn't want to mess up the conversation. But when you were talking about the police, um you know, uh, I, I sent you guys the article or the link uh, about a month ago about over here in Orlando uh, with them wanting to bring in that new, uh, you know, get new armored vehicle for two hundred and thirty grand. Yeah, I remember that. Yep. Yeah, well, that was actually approved, hmm. and uh, doing the math on that, and if you were to buy just one single vest camera, which is three ninety nine on average, and that's just buying them single. So imagine if that police department could buy, you know, they could buy about 570 of them for the whole enforcement. Imagine how much that would cut down on, you know, police brutality and, you know, like, and then being over-aggressive in Gee, situations. I, I beg to differ because we already see that people are getting beaten up on camera. Right, the camera's not going to do shit for us. What we got, what we got to make sure that they take away from them is the qualified immunity. The fact that they get away, from, they can get away with it because they're on the force. Yeah, we got to tr- treat them like they're normal, average, everyday citizens, and you could take them to court. Like this kid should be able to take that cop to court because he's in a med- well after he gets right. out of his medically induced coma. If he gets he out of it, go to court, and he should be accountable for his actions, not have well, blankets. No, no, he's not responsible because he's a policeman. Got Fuck Jake. that. Well, no, forgive me, because I, I, I had to come upstairs and get away from the computer, so I didn't have you in the background, so I, I'm about three minutes behind. So, um, But, yes, yeah, so I wasn't sure where you guys were on topic with that. Um, no, I was just referring to, you know, uh, what you were talking about, initial, you know, the initial brutality and, you know, how, how it would, uh, you know, how it could persuade. I mean, with this whole, like, the Mike Brown stuff, you know, I mean, how that could have been changed. And I, agree. I, I, I missed that last few minutes of it. I, I agree with you, Jake. Um, and, and Dave, I get your point that, you know, it's, it's getting on video anyway and it's getting out there, but they don't know those videos are there till later on, usually. If they're walking around with a camera on their chest that they cannot turn off, that's a very important part of Which it. Which was instituted in parts of California and it was it's, pretty it's effective in, Sarasota, in too. reducing yeah. crime rates. Right, but uh, on the other side but of the crime bigger, rates, the violence, police violence, it's reduced. Police brutality yeah. right basically but that, that did not happen cops in new mexico tried it out and it didn't do a damn thing really i don't know i don't i don't remember about four or five months ago they went well there's not one simple answer to this problem there's there's no, multiple there answers that have o- to be overall they need to be more accountable for their actions well there's, there's they multiple need to not things. be acting there's, and there's getting away things. with what they're getting away what with what dave is saying with the quantity with the qualified immunity that needs to be removed that's the, the biggest cameras thing. the cameras are an important thing because it'll put it in their mental men, mentality hey this is all being recorded they can't get away from the dash camera like they try to do sometimes now. And uh, what's the third thing I wanted to add to that? Um, I have no idea. Just, I think, better training and not training that every single person is out to kill them. And that's you know they're, that's what they're getting trained now uh, along those lines that we are all guilty until we prove. And I've, I've talked about this before where we had a medical emergency here. An officer rolled up, and I was trying to explain to him, hey, I know this guy. He's not armed. He's a good, you know, he's got a medical problem. It's not the first time it's happened. And the cop looked at me and said, well, I don't know him, and I don't know you, so I'm going to do what i got to do. And, and you know, right. you, you have to work with your 
with your citizens. You have to, you know, be a good cop and be able to judge somebody who's going to give you a problem and somebody who's not. And I'm not going to give a cop a problem. So, but yeah, I, I do agree with you, Jake, that that's an important thing. That would be a much more um, useful spending of money than than the uh, the MRAP. Well, yeah, and, I, and because I, I mean, I look, and you know, I mean, they already have seven armored vehicles between you know the two counties that they're willing to you know use this one vehicle for. So it's what's the point? I mean, there's you know, it's it's. There, there, it, how many times, you know, how many times at one time, at one moment, how many, you know, armored vehicles do you have to use, utilize at one time? Well, if you look at right. the Poconos right now, you know, they could claim that they need all seven or eight of them because, you know, they're running martial law in the Poconos looking for some, some crazy shooter, which I don't even know if I trust this story, you know? Well, yeah, you can't trust those stories. Yeah, yeah. That, but I, I just think, it. you know, I mean, they're going to react, you know, if, if you know, I mean, if you're, if you're an officer and you know that you're being videotaped 100% of the time of your shift, you are going to, you know, abide by the rules at, you know, as close to 100% as possible. And that's what they need to be held to. I would agree with you on that. Absolutely. Now, this story going on, have you heard the, the, the story with the Bryce kid, the, the tasing one? Which one? The the Bryce his name Bryce Masters I think his name was the, he got tased the FBI is investigating it now uh, it was up in Missouri uh, there's there is some cell video but it's not really that good of it uh, and and now the FBI has made the announcement uh, that they're moving in and investigating the independent police department for this this 17 year old that was tased and beat by a cop oh no I've not seen that but I'll be looking that up. Yeah, it's uh, it's up in Independence, Missouri. I got some links on Raz if you want to find it easy. Um, so yeah, you can pull that one up. And, and the FBI's actually moved in. So I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Um, if it's going to get us a good result, I mean, I really think it should be a, a, a community investigation team of some sort. But you know, hey, I guess we got to rely on the feds to to try to get something right. Yeah, I mean, yeah, hey, if they, I mean, or if it's just, you know, hey, if, if it's, there's an a PR deal, whatever, I mean, but yeah, like you said, let's see how it plays out. And if not, then, you know, people like us will pick away their lives. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We'll keep picking at it. Uh, it is, you know, this Baltimore one, too, um, with beating this guy. I haven't seen the video of it, but apparently there's some surveillance footage of it. This is the one that Wayne sent. And uh, Lexi read a great quote. You missed that quote. But basically what had happened in this situation is a cop walked up to a guy and just punched him and then wrote in his report that he was fearing for his life so he had to, to do what need, what was needed. But it was like a just some thug cop. Uh, I'm trying to find a good part of the, the article here. Baltimore City Police Commissioner Anthony Batts said Tuesday, this will not be tolerated. Batts said Kosum has since been placed on paid administrative leave uh, much like the public, I was shocked. Oh, you read that already, didn't you, honey? Much like the public, I was shocked. Comment. Uh, Dave wrote. Much like the public, I was shocked. I'm outraged. I'm disgusted by what I saw by an employee of the Baltimore Police Department, Bat said. Nothing that I saw on the video is defensible, nor should it be defensible. And most importantly, most importantly, it is unacceptable and will not be tolerated within this organization. But the problem is here, uh, Jake, is this guy has been put on administrative leave... Uh, but wasn't arrested, and he assaulted somebody. Just straight up assaulted him. 
And that's it. And that's just it. I mean, if, if you or myself or Dave or any of us would like to, and if you walk down the street and you punch somebody, you've got no no chance. You know, no chance of not going to jail that night. You are going. No. Nope. So and I really think this guy and this cop had some kind of history because his girlfriend was there, and they the cop pushed the girlfriend out of the way, and just went to town and like just assaulted this guy. It was crazy. I, I couldn't believe it when I read it. I think I read it yesterday, uh, but Wayne just sent that to us. I'm glad he did because I forgot about that one. That's the only thing. Was it Officer Ray Rice? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it might, it, might, it should have just been. You know? If it was Officer Ray Rice, he'd still have his job. Yeah, no shit, right? Well, and that's the other funny thing. I don't know if you guys have seen the meme going around, uh, the one with the with the picture of Rice and his wife uh, saying, you know, this guy lost his job, and then there's the picture of that California or Texas cop that was beating the 60-year-old lady on the side of the road. Oh, yeah. And it says, but this guy kept his job. Good job. And, and that's, you know, that that really is a great example of it. You know, football stars and, and people who play baseball and, you know, you all know I'm not a big sports guy. Uh, I we actually sat down and watched Monday Night Football this week. I won't lie, but um, you know these guys should be. You fell asleep. Yeah, I did fall asleep. <laughs> I stayed up through that longer than you, you did. Right there. <laughs> I still call. Them. I fall asleep. I'm getting so old; it's ridiculous. I fall asleep so early anymore. Nine nine thirty. I'm like passed out on the couch He's snoring. Old, old He's man. He's not even a grandpa yet. Shut up. Almost. <laughs> Shut up, old dude. Where was I going, damn it? Oh, so these guys should be role models. You know, cops, football stars, baseball stars, hockey stars. You know, these people should be the people we look up to. And we wonder why our society is falling to the wayside like it is, because the people that we should be looking up to are some of the lowest forms of our society right now. I mean, the, the NFL's got murderers, rapists, wife beaters, child beaters, I mean, what are they missing? They just need a child molester, I guess, and then they'd have the whole boat loaded. Well, you, then, but then you look at it. I mean, you look at what it's transformed into as far as, like, you know, professional athletes that are coming from lower-income, like, urban-type communities. You know, they're raised, you know, in lower, you know, lower, uh, I don't know, demographics and what society sets a bar for but they just happen to have the the natural athletic talent to make it to where they do but yet they still have the mentality of that that baseline of living in lower income and all that well don't now they do it with millions of dollars in their bank account don't forget you know the the social engineers that control our world you know i really do believe that they have a good grip on this and and they they pushed that that race of people, that group of people, into very bad situations. They've 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 caused this this single parent, you know, no father around kind of of environment for them, uh, based off of these draconian laws and and the drug wars and and all these different things they do. It's done in order to keep that group of people in that in that situation, uh, because that's what they need in order to get them. Into the control pattern, you know, to get them on the food. Yeah, to get them on the food stamps, to get them on the on the the assistance, to to keep them in in perpetual poor, you know, perpetual brokenness. I don't know what you want to call it, um, but it's been designed and it's being used. And and 
you're right. You know, a lot of those people do grow up to because all they have time to do is sports, but they have all this other stuff around them. But these are really, I mean, go back even to when we were kids. I mean, I'm, I'll be 40 this year, and and when I was a kid, sports stars were looked up to. They were who you wanted to be, and I just don't. Who's left for children to look up to now? Like who really? Who's so upstanding that you can look up to them and say, you know what? That's what I want to be as a child. Because I, there's nothing anymore that doesn't have some kind of, of, you know, bad juju to it. No, I mean, I, no, I'm, I'm, I'm 36. I mean, I still, you know, I still wear the number 12 from John Stockton, the whole number I wore off for a high school basketball and everything. You know, that, and now look at him, you know, that's who, you know, he was, the uh, the perfect world model for me, and that worked out for me. I grew up in a you know my mom raised me single mom, and I grew up pretty damn good. So, <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, you know it's it times are changing now. These guys are looking to to you know broken family, you know uh, these guys that are they're now coming up that are quote unquote role role models are. You know they're coming from broken families and they haven't adapted well, but yet they've got the athletic talent to to progress, and they really don't know how to be a role model. So things, you know, the times are changing, and so it's got to. As a parent nowadays, you've got to direct their. You know, you've got to. You know, to change their their role model. Uh, where they look at for role models. Yeah, it definitely is. You know, I, I'm hoping I am my son's role model. I really do hope that. Um, you know, I'm nothing perfect, and I'm not the world's greatest, you know, man out there. But I try to be, you it's know. It's okay, I'm, I'm here. <laughs> I'm a caring person. You know, I look out for people. I, I, I'm not rude. I, I don't I don't look to hurt people. And that's that's the way I try to do it, and that's what I try to instill on Mikey. You know, I'm not a fighter. I, if you got a problem with me, fine. Leave me alone. Go your own way, and we can be different, you know? And that's the way we should be living our lives. And I don't understand why it gets to the level that we've gotten to with society. It just doesn't make sense to me. Why there has to be a certain, you know, there, it has to be, there's no, like, social standard there should be. I mean, as far as, you know, everybody's, oh, you've got to do this right across the board. And then you can work up or down from there. No, it's like, you know, it's like, and I've heard you say this in the past, you know what? Treat people, you know, it's just that it's a typical golden rule. Treat people like you want to be treated. But, you know, do it with, you know, respect and have, have some education. That's what it comes down to. Yeah, and you don't have to be the smartest person in the world. You just have to have common sense and, you know, use your brain. It's not. It, it, when you say an education, though, I don't even know if it's necessarily an education as far as book smarts. It's just an education of worldliness, of of how to be a human being. You know, we all forget oh, that we're all human beings, you know, and that's, that's the education you need to have. If everybody would just realize we're all human beings, we have to love each other, we have to help each other. Yes, we're going to have conflict, we're going to have differences. That's because we're human beings. That's part of no. being a human. No, I, I agree 100%. I don't, you know, I mean, 100%. It's educated enough to, you know, know, you know, 
what's right, what's wrong, what's good for your family, what's not. I mean, that's, you know, I, yeah, I don't mean, you know, going and getting your diploma and walking out there, you know, you're absolutely right about that. Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with that. Don't get me wrong. Just make sure it's something useful. You know, we see too many people throwing away money going to college to get degrees or get this or get that, and then they end up working at McDonald's or as a server at a restaurant. So if you're going to spend the money, spend it on something intelligent. You know, I'm definitely not saying don't educate yourself. Don't uh, expand in your in your knowledge. But make sure when you do that expansion, make sure you're doing it uh to a way that's going to help you and going to make growth for your future. You know, even if it is studying crazy conspiracy theories, you know. <laughs> that's what I did. I started studying crazy conspiracy theories. If I could try to say well, that. They call them conspiracies. It's, you know, it's more, you know, having your eyes open, your ears open, you know, it's being more aware is really what it is. Yeah, I would agree with you on that one. All right, Jake, you got anything else for us, bro? No, that's it. I appreciate it. No, I appreciate you guys' show. All right, man. Thanks for listening. We appreciate you uh, adding to it all the time. Thanks for the all call, right. Jake. Thanks, Peace out, brother. Thanks, bro. All right, see you. <laughs> there goes Jake. Yeah, he's a good caller. He's a great, again, Twitter. If you guys want to get some good information, he's always sending good information out. Uh, so go ahead and, and give him a follow. I think I pimped him last week, too, for the for the Twitter follow. <laughs> you all right over there, Dave? Yeah, I'm fine. I'm just letting uh, letting you guys go at it. <laughs> You're nice and quiet. You're just sitting back there, like, oh, just be quiet tonight. Well, I'm reading, I'm reading, I'm reading some uh, articles from uh, policestateusa.com. So I figured, well, we were getting a tweet about a man's wife is taking Selexa currently, and he was asking if that was one that we had mentioned in an article earlier, which. To that, I said yes, and that it is considered an SSRI. And he had mentioned that she ran out of it as of recent, and you could really tell a difference. I'm trying to get him to call in so he can tell us what that difference is. <laughs> well, you know, it's, it's probably not a good difference. <laughs> again, there are well, and that's that's probably true because what SSRIs do. All right, so the way that they work. The way your brain works is your nerves um, r- release these uh, brain ner- functions neurotransmitters. And what SSRIs do is it blocks that, which in essence, when your nerves are releasing, that's its form of communication. It releases from one to the next. It's the way your brain communicates. So what it does is it disturbs that. And the reaction of that is that your brain releases serotonin, which makes you feel better, happy, calmer. Well, it slows down the absorption of the serotonin, the SSRI. It blocks the absorption of it so it stays in your system longer. Well, it causes a release. Your brain releases it as a reaction. To that. Right. So if you... And... And like I said before, every brain is different. So you can't just go, oh, you're depressed, take this pill, and expect the same result for every individual. The biggest problem is is where you might see benefits from it in the beginning or all along at the same time, you're taking a pill that's causing your brain to function differently. So when we talk about how it interrupts interrupts the architecture of your brain it really is it's destroying the the way your brain would normally function and communicate and that's you know 
That's a big friggin' deal, right? Well, yeah, your brain so you is your brain. So you stop taking it, and, you, and you're used, and you're used to that, and that release that you're getting in your brain on a normal basis. I could see that kind of wreaking havoc on the way you would function after that. I, I could see it probably going a little haywire. Well, and don't forget, you're you're not supposed to stop taking those suddenly. So if you run right. out and you're not taking it, that's going to cause them. And you know. I think a lot of the the bad things we see are from situations like that, people trying to take themselves off of it. Do I think there are people out there that it is a beneficial thing to? Yeah, I would say there probably are a very few amount of people that it is a benefit to take antidepressants or certain pharmaceuticals. My issue with pharmaceuticals is that they are so... Um, flagrantly thrown out there that there's so many of them that you can have one person taking 19 or 25 different pills a day. That's where I see a problem starting. Um, do I, I would not choose to take them. Uh, fortunately enough, I, I don't, you know, some people think I have wiring issues in my brain because of what I believe in, but I don't think I have a problem in my brain. Uh, I've been, uh, been put on antidepressants before when my first son was born and I went I was 19 years old I went through a hard time and they tried to put me on antidepressants and they didn't work for me you know I, I I'm bad with pills to begin with I mean even vitamins I forget to take them I just <laughs> oh well, I haven't taken a vitamin in five days you know like I just don't think about it uh, that's why I tried using not Chantex but years ago there was another one of the first ones that came out the 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 pill to quit smoking cigarettes. I might, maybe it was Chantex. Who knows? And I tried that. And I, I think I lasted like two days remembering to take the stupid pill. I just I don't remember to take pills. Uh, I, I now I choose not to. I really don't want that in my system. Now I did the podcast with Shannon earlier this week, and uh, we got in the conversation of of drug use. We we talked about you know cocaine and stuff like that, and you know, I said I wouldn't take um, any any pharmaceuticals. And he was like, oh, don't tell me that. If you were tweaking out and I handed you a Xanny, you'd take it. I'm like, no, I wouldn't. I really wouldn't. I would regulate. You know, if we were doing Coke, I would not do enough Coke to, you know, send myself into a tizzy like that. I, I, I feel my you share say of Coke. if we were doing Coke. <laughs> well, we're not. I mean, I haven't done Coke in eight years, seven years, eight years, I don't know, something like that. Whenever the hell we met, you wouldn't let me do it anymore. Well, actually, you wouldn't talk to me until I stopped That's doing it. That's because I know you, and I'm a responsible human being. You mean you know me? That's enough. Okay. I think that's enough for everybody that knows you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, honey. I love you, too. Uh, we're making Dave uncomfortable. He thinks we're fighting. No, I'm not. No. It's like, Mom and Dad are fighting. <laughs> Dave will come over and hang out with us for a weekend. The election now will get in like, a heated conversation. He's like, oh, come on, Mom and Dad, don't fight. He doesn't. He has never said that. <laughs> <laughs> but it does make him uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I, I hate the negativity, and you know, since it's I've, not negative, man. That's just how no, we talk to each other, right? But I'm perceiving it as negative. It's not though. That's just how we we're just honest with each other. Okay, I you want to be you, like you, you guys are doing it one way. I'm perceiving it another way. There's no wrong or right here. That is true. There is no wrong or right here. So, Dave, you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Dave. Sean. Pinellas schools buy assault rifles from military surplus program. Yeah, you know, the schools in Pinellas are fucking hardcore. Yeah, they need assault <laughs> rifles. I could imagine they got to be really rough schools. Yeah. Are they that bad there? 
not at all. <laughs> the Pinellas They're County actually fairly good. The Pinellas County School District has purchased 28 M16 assault rifles from the federal government as it uh, and is preparing to assign them to school police officers in the coming weeks. The chief of police unit said Wednesday. The district is one of at least 120 education organizations, including University of South Florida, that have received military gear as part of a Defense Department program that came under increased scrutiny in August after the heavily armed police response to tensions in Ferguson, Missouri. You see, I, I don't have a problem with this because we, you, you know, when we you talked about, you know, two years ago when we talked about Newtown. You know, the cops should have guns, or there should be guns in the school. You know, I don't have a problem with this. This is these. I well, I hope that these, you know, resource or what do they call them? Resource, resource officers. Resource officers. Yeah. Yeah, they're not going to be patrolling the halls with a M16 strapped to them. I just don't see that. I think it's going to be locked up somewhere else. Well, that's what they say. You know, if you if you right. look into it, it's going to be in a, in a specific location for the officers to get to it. In a school shooting type search situation, it would make it more effective for them because they'd be able to get it from long distance, yeah. be able to handle the shooter from long distance, yada, 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 yada. Yeah. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. <clears throat> yeah, but, you know, if I'm a concealed carry permit holder, I can't walk into my kid's school with my gun on me, and I'm a licensed concealed carry per- permit holder. So This is true. You know, this is one of the schools are one of the few places you're not allowed to go to with a concealed weapon. Now, here's a funny story for you, and I, I, I really, I told Lexi the story after the fact. I bit my tongue really hard on this one. Uh, so I go to pick up Mikey on Friday at school. Yeah, I see him back there. I go to pick up, I go to pick up Mikey on Friday, Friday from school, right? And, uh, I'm walking up and there's this, this lady walking behind me, you know, about my age. And, uh, I go to open up the door. Now, his school, he does an after, after school program that he's in. And they do that back and they have some trailers back there that are classrooms. And that's where they do this after school program. So I walk up to the door, and usually you open up the door and you go right in. I grab the first door, and it's locked. And I'm like, well, because it's never locked. You know, you pop right. it open. So I grab the left door, and now I'm starting, right, like right away in my head, I'm going, is there a lockdown that I don't know about or something? Mm-hmm. So I grab the other door, and it pops open. I'm like, oh, that was really weird. And the lady goes, yeah, well, that's one of the things that bothers me, because I come from Newtown, and, and I, I can't believe those doors are unlocked. And I just kind of looked at her, and I looked away. And I just proceeded to walk in the door because <laughs> I did not want to have a confrontation with this lady about right. the fact that Newton was a staged uh, government operation that murdered, you know, all these children. <laughs> well, well, even if even if according it wasn't, to you, right, right. Let's just let's just take it on face value. A locked door didn't stop him at all. <laughs> right, exactly. Shot through the glass door. <laughs> right. Well, yeah. if, if that's what happened, yes, that that is true, Dave. I'm saying oh, if you take Sean. it for face value, that's yeah. what I was saying. Exactly. So, are you okay with assault weapons in the school for the resource officers, honey? Am I okay with assault weapons for resource officers? Yeah. Mm, yeah, I guess so. Okay. We're all okay with that. I don't. Think I, I'd rather. I'd rather school, schools so. have signs. Our security is armed. Than uh, no guns allowed on premises. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> if there has to be one or the other. What'd you say, Dave? I mean, think about Switzerland. The friggin' teachers walk around with what, like AKs, like strapped they on their. They do backs. that in Israel too, yeah. or whatever they're called. <laughs> <laughs> They're like assault rifles or something. They're gigantic. Not an assault rifle. Everything. The, if I hate that term, assault rifle. Oh, you know that. Sorry. Like, I, there's a, what there's is a history it called? To that. A there's gun. A history to the rifle. Yeah. A weapon. There's a history to that. When when uh, when um 
Hey, Dave, is there term, a history to that? Yeah, there's a history to that. Is there a history that to that? That term was created, uh, I think in the late 70s, early 80s, when the first, uh, assault weapons ban. They actually, they, that wasn't a thing. Like, it was just an AR-15. They didn't call it an assault rifle. It was just an AR-15, like, uh, you know, uh, 30-30 or whatever. Right. They just called it what it was. Then they, then they created this terminology. To make it to sound vilify. scary. Fear. Yeah. yeah. Fear pushing. I'm sorry. Fear pushing, I vilified, honey. uh, the rifle. You I fear apologize. Whore. Uh, You're whoa. a fear whore. Whoa. Yeah. Let's not get carried away here. <laughs> yeah, none of my guns are assault weapons. I don't know weapons. proper they're, terminology they're for weapons. guns. God. Uh, any suck sometimes. What? <laughs> What's the matter? Feel bad. Don't feel bad. Just trying to Don't join in the conversation. Okay, you give my why opinion. Why you feel bad? I kind of think it's cool that those teachers in Switzerland are carrying around yeah. rifles, not machine assault rifles, <laughs> machine <laughs> guns, <laughs> whatever. Fear whore. <laughs> my God, say it one more time. <laughs> uh, uh, Fear I'm, I'm a hundred miles away. I'm still not going to say. It. Son, <laughs> see, Dave knows what's up. <laughs> Dave's a lot smarter. Well, as you guys know, we're approaching the uh, third hour here, and we'll probably talk a lot of uh, weed and alcohol and drugs. La, 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 la. As we hit the third hour, I'm in a super good mood too. Well, that's good. Yay. <laughs> I'm glad you're I'm in a happy to, mood. I'm about to be in a gooder mood. A in gooder a gooder mood. mood? In a gooder mood. In a gooder Even mood. gooder. That's like my favorite. Gooder. That's like that new T-shirt that came out. I don't know if you saw it. It was like, uh, education is important, but beer is more importanter. Yeah, this is the same one with boobs. <laughs> yeah. Well, boobs are importanter. Reduces like heart disease or some shit. What, boobs? It? Boobs reduce heart, reduce heart disease? There disease? was an article about it. And like a whole oh, yeah. mainstream yeah. media news that. story on study. it, which was totally ridiculous. It reduced stress or something. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> like heart hey, problems can, and whatnot. Black. Can I quickly go through one or two of these police state things that I got here? Yes. Yeah, go ahead. <sighs> this happened on September 10th, 2014. Police Try not to be so excited about <laughs> it. I know, right? This happened on... <laughs> <sighs> Well, yeah, we're having such a good time now. I'm gonna, you know, piss on it by like talking shit about the cops again. But police raid taverns, locked doors, forcibly searched dozens of patrons. Louisville, Kentucky, beverage control enforcers performed a surprise raid uh, on a popular dive bar. Yep. Detained dozens of people and forced them to endure warrantless searches before being allowed to leave. Now, just just that sentence alone is fucked up. Imagine you hang out at a bar and you got to get fucking shaken down in the bar. You did nothing wrong. I'd get arrested. Yet, Especially what? back in the day. I had coke on all the time or weed or whatever. Well, not even that. Just just say you're in there, like me and you are hanging out that bar up, up the road, you know? Right. And the cops come in. And if I, got some, if I got a little bit going on, guess what? I'm starting shit. Here's my problem with this, Dave, is um, one of the, well, not one of, not my only problem, but one of the problems I have with this is that this was a uh, a raid based on um, the, the officers were assisting ABC, alcohol, uh, mm. alcohol beverage control, and the raid was a licensed-based raid. So nowhere in there does that authorize the the patrons to be anything but ID to ensure that they're of age. That's the only right they have in that situation of what they were doing. Now, well, wait, if, it gets worse in this story. I just was reading while you were talking. Go ahead. 
they, 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 they swarmed in at two o'clock in the morning, right? The front and back doors are immediately locked, effectively depriving dozens of occupants of the ability to freely leave. Yep. Now a show of hands, an officer announced, who's got something on them that they shouldn't have? Yep. No one. Police began systematically searching each patron individually for contraband without probable cause or a warrant. We're going to start in this corner, the, the apparent leader said, and we're going to work our way around, and if we go by, if you're clean, you get out the front door. Can you fucking believe that? And this story is on Raz if you guys want to read it. Dave doesn't really. Well, somebody, somebody Dave, Dave doesn't go to the website that he, you know, is part of, so <laughs> I figured I'd let you know this story is on Raz Radio. Respond Thanks, to Dave. someone about civil rights, and Officer Bark, you have the right to shut up. Yep. It says, reportedly, the justification for the raid was an alleged violation of the bar's liquor license. Yep. Yeah, Clay said that, that if the raid was an ABC case and liquor license related, all police could do is ask customers to show ID and prove mm-hmm. they are of legal age to drink. If police believe there was illegal activity taking place at the establishment, Clay says a warrant would have been necessary for such um, infraction. Meaning, if they thought there was drug dealing going on there, or people were in there with drugs, they would have needed a warrant for that specific reason, not for a ABC liquor license related issue. Yeah, man, I, I can't, I can't get out of this country fast enough. I really should, should focus on that. Stop fucking spending money on bullshit and just get the hell out of here already. Well, I like when you spend money on bullshit because you usually come visit me and some of that bullshit I spending. <laughs> I know, but I got I got to go. I got I got to get the fuck out of here, man. This is getting it's getting it, it, every fucking day. Even though our something. sangria was served in a pitcher with ice and mugs that were chilled, I still liked it. Dinner was awesome. <laughs> I was just really tired. <laughs> yeah, you did that. make a, you did buy so good dinner that night, Dave. That was the most exhausting night of radio I think ever. Yeah, that was. Well, I was ex- <laughs> yeah, you you went to bed. I know. I was just like, right. ah, yeah, the kid wants me to lay with him. Bye. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> I even said I was like I'm I'm envious because we were all tired that day. Oh man, I, I was. I don't think done. Right, I think at twelve oh five I was already in the bed. Well, I'll yeah. tell you what. Depending upon how things go, we might be moving the studio next week, so there might not be a live uh, first fifty two. But I will let you all know. Uh, we're going to take our break here. Uh, it's it's uh, it's break time, Dave. So we will talk all to right. you all in a couple minutes. You're listening to the first fifty two on Raz Radio Live. It's actually the, the very definition of terrorism. They're trying to kill people for a political agenda. It's just, you know, a nicety. So, uh, yeah, just keep in mind, guys, that the news agencies are not there to tell you the truth. They're there to tell you what they're told to tell you. You're still stuck to the American dollar, and you're still stuck to American laws. So I still want to have the freedom to go where I want to go if I need to go. Uh, I think that's the most important thing in my mind, at least. And this goes along... If this is going to be another cum, cum trail... I've got lesbians, and he's got cum trail. Okay, why don't you just move along? Love animals get in the way when you're doing a radio what show. What I think is gonna, they're going to have to redirect the American's mindset. <laughs> that would have been even more fun. Yeah, that would have been a lot of fun. <laughs> I want you all to keep your eyes open and your ears open on what's going on. It's the first 52. RazRadioLive.com The innocent can never last Wake me up when September ends 
the past seven years has gone so fast. Wake me up when September ends. Here comes the rain again, falling from the stars, drenched in my pain again. Because. But never forgets what I lost. Wake me up when September ends.
What's up, Rats Radio fam? It's your man Wayne in Baltimore. And if you ever heard the chocolate drop, there's a little bit of what you've been missing. I was all over Justin Bieber's stuff last night. The guy got a couple good leaks on me, but after that, it was on. But he, he didn't wear me out, so to speak. Yeah, well, no, no. I, yeah. You want to see my eyes? Have you ever had a nut with more flavor? That's what I like about Iowa. We don't have some black people. It's the chocolate drop. Saturdays from 1 to 3 on RatchetHillLive.com. We talk about other stuff, trust me. Cement the concrete's alive Where the bonds are formed, the rats run and hide Drama's like a cartoon that comes to life Where the express bus runs twice a night To the stadium that's packed every Monday night To the yellow cab driver that helped make your flight Where you can get what you want if the price is right And screaming fuck you's another way to be polite
that beat that makes you boom, mama. Get on the floor, boom, yeah, boom, mama. We the blast masters, blasting up the Ah, that must mean it's the third hour of the first 52 on RanchRadioLive.com. This is where we uh, we try to bring it down a little bit. You know, we're not really good at that, but we try. You know, try to have a little fun, talk some topics that aren't so stressful. You know, that's what we try to do. It works sometimes, sometimes it doesn't. I think tonight it'll be okay. I think we'll be able to pull it off tonight. Although I'm a little let down because our boy Steve, his video is too long and it's too... Uh, it's too visual to really get anywhere with it, so I'm, I'm scanning through here to find a, an older one that we haven't played yet that might be worth playing. I love shop tacos. <laughs> you with your wine glass over there. And we like to take phone calls in the third hour, 941-421-0401, if you want to give us a call. Uh, if you got our Skypes, give us a Skype. I was really looking forward to talking to Gavin tonight, but, you know, he My is... My bestie might call him. He is, like, six hours ahead of us, so right. seven hours ahead of us. in the morning. Yeah, so I, I appreciate that uh, he wanted to, but maybe we can do a pre-recorded thing with him to get his uh, thoughts on on the uh, no vote for freedom, for independence in Scotland. Amazing. Who would vote no for freedom? For freedom. Statists. It's a different world, Sean, and they're very much in yeah. fear. Uh, that's and, the biggest well, problem. Your yeah, relatives, people, your relatives, when they were here, they talked so bad about the Queen. They were so pissed off about the Queen. Well, they were voting in favor of of independence, but you know, it's. Do you see your aunt's like, oh, he fucked the Queen. I mean, <laughs> I mean that whole that whole little island over there could fit in the state of Florida. It's not like it's very big, so it's kind of cute, really. They're resource rich. They are resource rich, rich, and that's what England is after and why they want to stay attached. And honestly, I do think it was rigged. If I'm being totally honest. Because I was watching a lot of that going on, and it looked like the majority were in favor of, um, what is it, seceding from England? Seceding. Seceding. Were there exit polls? The exit polls showed that it would seem like it would go, that would be... Yeah. It it, it it looked like, you know, it was going to go through. I mean, everybody was expecting it and expecting to celebrate. So, I mean, it really is kind of a shame. I kind of feel really bad for my family right now. Isn't it fucked up, though, that 55% of the people can dictate what the other 40, 45% do because that's, yeah, that's what the split was there and and this is this is what people think democracy is good no 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 democracy is not good at all I, I, I think if they want to make a change I think we should all be in a, and it has to be like a 95% approval rate you know like 95% of the country has got to go for it you know and, or, or even let's just make it like they do the courts you know unanimous it has to be unanimous <laughs> people. that would Seriously. never happen Dave but see, but that would be great because there would be there wouldn't be a lot of laws. I mean, of course, I'm sure everybody in the country would would say there has to be a law about murder and law about child raping and laws about this. You know, that's a no brainer. You can get that shit done. But you know, talking about marijuana or fucking uh, what else? You know, getting take collecting rainwater because there are certain places in this country growing food, collect- right? Having cows and 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 giving or, selling f- raw milk. And here's the best thing, is we wouldn't have a fucking central bank. 
Well, that's the biggest thing. Joe Joe made a great point last week. Um, you know that the centralized bank is really the 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 evil that has perpetuated everything else. You yeah. know, without the centralized bank, we wouldn't need or want any of this other stuff. Right. So it is the banking system. It's the banking system that it runs the world. And they what they do is they put us pit us against each other because that's where they make money. And lots of it. You know, not 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 millions or billions. They're talking trillions of dollars, man. The fucking shit dicks. <laughs> play it again, play it again. The rich shit dicks. You mean those guys, Dave? <laughs> yes. Them. The rich That's what shit them are. Dicks. <laughs> I love that guy. He's just too funny. What's the other one too? Do you know he's only been around for like? Do you know he's only been doing the videos for? Or like, if you want to eat like an adult, <laughs> you get yourself a tall boy. <laughs> yeah, he's been. He's not been doing it for a, a long time. Well, he was arrested. It looks like uh, the I don't know seven years ago. He has a video posted of him getting arrested uh, on a lawnmower, and then five years later, there's another one, and then five years, you know, <laughs> then there's another one. Um. So I don't know if the original arrest is real because there's actually a police helicopter version of it. That's from three years ago. But he didn't start the Whiskey Weed and Women until, on his YouTube until eight months ago. Yeah, you got to watch the videos, though. They're, they're, uh, well, I'm going to do, tell- I'm gonna do his launch show tonight because I haven't seen that one. So I figure we'll start at number one since I don't know what else to play and the, the, the new one's too long. The new one's like six and a half minutes, and he's like building weapons out of yeah, bolts yeah, and yeah. shit. So it wasn't. It was entertaining, but not enough for radio. Did yeah, you not go through and like watch all of his videos, Dave? Yeah, I've seen everyone. You love him. You love him. I love him. I do. I I, I like him a lot. <laughs> I know my rights. <laughs> the rich shit dick. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> anyway, nine four one four two one zero four zero one. If you want to join us, uh, you know, we What's just kind of have fun in the third hour. Huh? I said he's so blissfully backwards. Well, you know, he was in Punta Gorda <laughs> not that long ago. Yeah, I know. At you the Redneck Yacht Club. Yeah. If you don't know what the Redneck Yacht Club is, we we live in Super South Florida. Fun. Well, we've never. I've never been there. I don't know if you have. I've never been there. We went to the the one with the. No, that's the that's the boat one. I, I'm talking about. Oh, he was, I don't want to go to the like the mudding one. That that's where he was oh, a few yeah, months I don't ago. That. A few months ago, he was in Punta Gorda <laughs> at the Redneck Yacht Club. What the Redneck Yacht Club is down here in South Florida. We have this. Uh, I think it's like. Couple hundred acres, and they went through, and they just put mud bogs and motorcycle tracks, oh, and terrible. all this different stuff. And all these rednecks go down there with their swamp buggies, which a swamp buggy is like a twenty foot tall, hand built truck with like you know uh, tractor tires on it, and they, they really nice. My cousin actually built one and was selling it for. I don't know if he's still selling it or if he even still has it, but uh, and they 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 hold like six or seven people, and it's kind of like a. Like a pontoon boat on wheels is really what it is. Would would you agree with that analysis? Or similar to that, something like that. Okay. It's a big platform <laughs> on wheels. I mean, they. She don't want to go. 
No, I, I don't want to go there. I, 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 I would go. I would, I would go because no. I like I like the cars. What, what she know? was talking about. No, cool there's there. not cars that are cool there. We used to have, and, and thanks to the EPA, <laughs> you can you can thank the Environmental Protection Agency for us not having the Redneck Yacht Club that you're thinking of, honey, because we had a Redneck Yacht Club here in in my town, which was actually on the intercoastal. And what they would do is twice a year they would do one in October and one in May, May, April, some I don't know somewhere around there. They would do this twice a year, and what they would do is they would set a barge up in the middle of the intercoastal, and they would have bands play for three days straight on this barge in the middle of the intercoastal, and there would be hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of boats that would all just... They all just, like, come together. Are you trying to say conglomerate again? They would all... tried that last night. It didn't work out either. They would all come together... And anchor, and then everybody would swim up to the front of the barge, and they'd have floats, and you know that was pretty much standing level anyway. And you just sit in front of the barge oh, as they were great. playing music. Because we made our way up to the barge in the water. We got off our boat, made our way up to the barge. We're listening to the band. And we knew a couple of guys that were up I there. I was drowned on the way because Mikey was <laughs> yeah. a baby. Remember? <laughs> yeah. So we're coming back, and there's this big uh, like deck boat. And they're like, hey, you guys want a beer? And they like pulled us up on their boat and like gave us a couple of beers. And then we went the rest of the way back to our boat. They're like all like really cool. And it was just fun. It was I got, a really good time. But I don't want to go to where there's like mud and dirt and whatnot. <laughs> no mud and dirt. <laughs> the ocean is no cool, thanks. but no Barefooted and like people eating crawfish and whatnot. Ugh. Oh, I love crawfish. We went to a Fourth of July celebration. Oh day. man, it was so gross! This was what three was, or four years ago. I was I couldn't wait to get home and take a shower. And they had <laughs> they had crawfish. There was a crawfish that boiled that they had going, and you'd get like a pound of crawfish for like five bucks. And you'd go underneath the tent, and the tent was just filled with crawfish shells all over the ground, everywhere you could imagine. <laughs> you couldn't not step on crawfish. Oh, oh, it just really. There's nothing more disgusting than crunching when you walk. <laughs> so good, though. Oh. Ugh, nasty. Yummy. I enjoyed it so much. Whatever. I did not partake in that. You have to come for the Outdoor seafood. Outdoor crawfish eating event. <laughs> you have to come for the seafood <laughs> festival once, Dave. No, I wouldn't do that. I don't like seafood. Oh, they do the seafood. Oh, it's so good. Crawfish in particular just is really gross to I me. I love crawfish. Do you like lobster? No. Oh, well, then that's why you don't that's like crawfish. Why. It's very similar. Um, no, we do the seafood festival, Dave, and, and uh, not this past time, but the time before we went, and this guy was doing alligator tail. Oh, mm-hmm. my God. Some of the best. It was on a skewer, and he was just deep frying it on a skewer, no breading or anything. And I just housed that up. It was so good. You ever no. have good alligator tail? No. Oh, it's yummy. Gator is pretty good if it's cooked right. Yeah, it has to be and cooked right. it's not right. like chewy. Yeah, that one was the first I ever had that wasn't deep fried and breaded. That's right. It wasn't fried. It was pan. It was seared. Um, but that was the first I'd ever had that wasn't deep fried. It was really good. Yeah. Didn't have all that bread well, in the As long as it's cooked right, it is pretty good. Tastes like chicken. Tastes like chicken. <laughs> Tastes like chicken. Right, Dave? <laughs> which I, which I like hear chicken. tell frog legs taste like chicken as well, but I'm not eating that shit. <laughs> I've cooked frog legs. I've never had them. Ugh. You cooked them but didn't eat them? Yeah, I just, I never, I I don't know. Couldn't bring yourself to do it? No, I just, it's Ew. not a cheap thing, and it's really, really not something you make for yourself me. if you're, mm. uh, you know, working and Nasty. need to eat. I don't also, know. I also, could, it looks gross. 
What? It's also just, that. <laughs> it doesn't look gross. Yes, it does. Looks like two legs that you're going to spread no, and eat. Nobody wants to eat frog legs. And it go taste like chicken. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> so those of you who don't know, I hosted D&D last night. That was interesting. Dave, what did you think of D&D last night? I think you were... I don't were remember a thing. Belligerent. <laughs> I'm never belligerent. What the yes, hell are you talking you were. about? Oh, nobody yeah. could shut you, you up. Oh, that's nothing new. Nobody can shut me up. No, you just were. You were You were too much, as usual. <laughs> <laughs> me? Too much? Oh, I, I'm telling you, I'm not going to drink much at Razzfest this year. i got to do something with that. Sure. No, I promise. I'm not no, going to try, I'm gonna do, try to do the same thing and not Oh, okay, great. Yeah. Both of you, huh? I, I'm going to try. <laughs> I'd actually like us <laughs> to like run our show. each other out. I'll do yoga nope. with you Saturday morning, 7 o'clock, Dave. How Ooh, right I? on the beach. Yoga on the beach, Dave. It's, I did the same thing at, at uh, Robstock. I didn't really drink that much. I smoked more, and it was great. I was up the whole time. <laughs> I think it's going to be a lot of edibles. I'm going to try to keep that other thing down also, mm-hmm. just because of the... You, I mean, you've seen the the hotel. Mm-hmm. It's a yeah. nice place. We can't, we can't get crazy in that one. Yeah, but we can walk down to the state park right up the road. Right. <laughs> Government land. My, you think I'm going to go crazy on government land? Yes. Let's talk about the place where you got uh, cited. Yeah, I got, well, a, I got a ticket on that state park one. I haven't been back since, actually. Cause, yeah, because you were pissed, in, and it was for drinking. Yeah, in the state of Florida, and I don't think that's what brought the cop, though. No, it's not. Uh, <laughs> in, the, in the state of Florida, you can't carry liquor onto state parks. And one of the places we like to go, we go there by boat, Dave. You've been there on the boat. But you can get mm-hmm. there by car, and it's called Stump Pass. Uh, if you go by boat, they won't ticket you if you have alcohol. But if you go by car and you walk down and you bring a cooler and it's full of alcohol, they give you a ninety-something dollar ticket. Yeah, I was not happy. I was like, "Well, this was an expensive beach day." Yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah, where's the logic in that though? I don't well, know. I was just glad because I had my sister there with me, which at the time she was nineteen. And she was there with her boyfriend, and they were drinking. He was of age. He was 21. Well, she was 19 or 20. Age. No, he's not. He's older than you. Oh, yeah, he is. Yeah, he's like so, 32 yeah, or 33 He was 33 in his early now. 30s, and she was 19. So he brought alcohol for them to drink. So when this trooper pulled up, I'm like, oh, no, we're we're Well, it wasn't a trooper. It was a ranger. We, we all had, like, drinks in our hand, including her, and I'm just like, oh, no. That was the, one, <laughs> that was the guy I gave the big chemtrail lecture to. <laughs> Look at that. I got all the way to 23, 27 before I said chemtrails. <laughs> yeah, I didn't have my ID on me because we were at the beach. You never bring your ID. He asked for mine, and then Sean started talking about chemtrails because he pulled Sean and I up to talk to. So I just, like, walked away after that. <laughs> I, 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 literally went, I literally went for a half Wait, hour. You, you chemtrailed your way out of an uh, Yes, of he did. He still well, got, no, a, I got, he the, got a I still got the ticket. But the guy went and watched. <laughs> he did his lecture. The guy went and watched What in the World because I went and saw him a couple weeks later, and he went and watched the movie, and he said there was a lot of, you know, questionable things in there and that, you know, he didn't really understand it. But because... What you don't understand is that the state rangers, the forestry guys, are part of the EPA in Florida. They're part of the Florida Environmental Protection Agency. They were talking for for nearly 20 minutes. It was ridiculous. And while they're talking, we're, like, throwing everything in the cooler and, like, packing up where we were and, like, dragging stuff back up the beach. He was like, well, you can stay and you can just get rid of the rest of the alcohol you have with you or... I'm like, no, I want to leave now. (laughs) We're like, we're going to go, actually. We just packed everything up while you guys were chit-chatting over here. What I think had happened, though, is we had... Because what we did is 
th- this peninsula goes out, and on one side is is uh, jet uh, jet ski alley, Dave, which is that wh- where we dock when we go out there. Mm-hmm. It's that alley where everybody goes down, and like a lot of people jet ski down there and shit. That was that Tube first lane. And all that. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we were on that. Th- th- this peninsula goes out, and there's that side, and then there's the Gulf side. Well, we were on that side, and we had found this little alcove. Because as you walk up the trail, there's these little spots you can jot out, and they're they're just big enough to have you know five or six people at uh, chilling at the at the intercoastal there. So we went down there, and and um, Lexi's sister's boyfriend had brought a joint, and we literally maybe five minutes before this ranger showed up and put the joint out. So I think that smell brought attention to us. Yeah. Mm. And that's what I think, I think that's happened. why he was there. But we didn't have anything on us yeah, past we that, so that, we weren't yeah. worried about that. <laughs> I was like, "Oops, uh oh." <laughs> it was I, uncomfortable to say the least. And I'm the only one that got a ticket. And I couldn't believe you were having a chemtrail discussion. Today. Well, it was worth it. All right, let's. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's being a, a bugger tonight. Let's. Uh, I have not heard this one. This is uh, Steve Jessup, the, uh, the the DUI guy that we like, that we've been playing a lot of his stuff. Uh, this is the first one he ever did with the Whiskey, Weed, and Women. So I have not heard this one. Let's check it What's out. What's up? Welcome to my channel. I took this shit over. I'll be here every week. Oh, hey, what's up? <laughs> it's Steve. Welcome to South Louisiana. Normally when you see me on the internet, I'm going to jail. It's a good 2014 kickoff. I'm a free man. I'm out. Until those fuckers take me down again. From the safety of my favorite hideout, I can broadcast to the world. Yeah. The internet. You probably have it. I want to say what's up to all the people in uh, Canada, Sweden, Australia, lots of y'all right there. Germany, the whole fucking UK. What's up, y'all? This is where I chill out, where I get shit done. It's just far enough from her voice. (laughs) I can think. And every Friday, I'm going to come out here and make you a new video. Record. Click. Done. I don't have Skype. This is the only way I can talk to you cool-ass people. Like Carter Lyles and Alex Morris on Facebook. What's up? I want to show off some of y'all's cool-ass shit. Your pictures and videos. Rusty showed me this one. Asked me, what do you think of my lawnmower? I think it ain't done yet. That looks like all my shit. <laughs> Half finished. Did you finish it? <laughs> Rusty, send me a picture if you updated it, okay? Rusty, send four. Ashley and Brandy Ayers sent me some of their original artwork of me up on the Skyjack. Maybe I will. Maybe I won't. I like it. <laughs> hey, share your pics and videos with me. I'll share them with the world. And if you're a hot chick and you do this... <laughs> Would you send me a picture of that shit, please? Hey, I found a new arrest video you ain't never seen before. Next Friday, I'm gonna share that shit with y'all. Alright, I got shit to do. I love that guy. He's so funny. Yeah. Uh, and I like his, uh, his outro line. Uh, I got, I shit, got to shit to do. I got shit to do. Right. He's yeah. got a shirt that says that too. I gotta, I, I gotta get that. 
I got shit to do. I got shit to do. His hat says that too. Actually, his camo hat that he wears. Yeah. Anyway, I don't see Dave wearing a camo hat. I don't think I've ever seen Dave in a hat at all. Yeah, you won't. Why not? Uh, you don't wear hats. I don't, I don't look good in hats. I could see that. You actually, I swear, it's, there's there's sometimes you look like Michael Bobby when he passed away last year. Mm-hmm. Like on the Skype, sometimes I look over and I see him. It's kind of weird. Really? A little bit. So, sorry? <laughs> oh, it's all right. It's cool. I don't mind. I can deal with it. You know, they say that it's, you know, not polite to compare people to other people that you know. Yeah, okay. It whatever. makes that person that you're making comparison of to uncomfortable. Of two? No. I'm not uncomfortable. That okay. person of two? Just saying social protocol and whatnot. <laughs> I just had something and I forgot it. God damn it. <laughs> um, yes, people, this is the final hour where usually we're high. 28 minutes of bullshit left to go. Yeah. Damn it. No, it was something important. Not important, listen, but listen, it was good. in the show. It was. I was asking you something and you were going to <laughs> answer me. Um, shit. <laughs> What were you Quit gonna it. What were you gonna answer me, Dave? I wasn't gonna answer you. I don't anything. know. You made up some scenario in your head that you've already forgotten, yeah. so it couldn't have been that great. Oh, Wayne. No, it wasn't you, Dave. It was Wayne. <laughs> oh, he asked if we'd have crawfish. Yeah, Wayne. We can have crawfish. I hope not. Yeah, we can do that, dude. Absolutely. Oh. You can get them in the grocery store here. So Ew. yeah, we can do some crawfish if you want. Yeah, I mean you can get some fresh too from like the seafood markets. Yeah, go up to sea, or we can go to the Zydeco. Oh, that would be really pricey. Yeah, could you imagine 30 of us rolling no. in the Zydeco? That would be like a $5,000 bill. Yeah, that's not happening. But their food is so good. Oh. We're not going to Zydeco for a restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> Tony's is going to deliver to us, though. So, little Tony's, we're going to have some pizza, I think, Saturday night, Dave. What do you think? Motherfuckers better be open. Mm. Pizza and stromboli. No, he's going to be open. I talked to him the other day. He doesn't deliver that far, but he said did for you, me he would absolutely do it. Did you tell him that your friend came down to get pizza? Yeah. And fucking closed? Yeah, I told him all that. Sucked. That sucked so much, Dave. That's, that's part of the thing, living in a small town that, that's very, very, very tourist-based. All the restaurants have a certain time. They close because there's nobody here. So they just shut down for a week or two and, and take their vacation, do some cleaning, remodeling. Yeah, that's it's, it's actually smart, smart business, and I kind of like that small time thing, small town thing. Yeah, it's just rough if you live here and you're looking no, for no, a place just... to eat. Half the restaurants are closed. <laughs> I know we resorted to like just the not worst places. having our night out. Yeah, we, yeah, we we just we, actually true. I didn't go out to lunch like I normally do. I know. I was there banging on the it door on Monday. Was good for us financially. <laughs> yeah, I know. Speaking <laughs> of, I'm gonna pay the tab over there soon. I run a tab at my pizza joint. Imagine that. <laughs> Do they serve beer there? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. The owner you know, comes out and sits and drinks beer with me when I'm in there. So See, the thing is, like in New York, they don't really sell beer with the pizza, right? So I didn't really make the, the, the didn't well, put the two together until oh, later on. Oh, why not? No, well, in Jersey, right. in Jersey it was the same way. The pizza shops didn't have beer. As a matter of fact, oh. moving here, Florida is, is, you can get beer anywhere pretty much. I'm surprised McDonald's doesn't serve beer in Florida, to be honest with you. I know. Well, my friend pointed out that it's really weird that they have liquor stores attached to the drug stores, and I'm like, well, 
I mean, they kind of go hand in hand. <laughs> <laughs> if you're from Florida, you're drinking with your pills. <laughs> but, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> but Lexi, it only makes sense. <laughs> Lex, Lexi will tell you, we don't eat somewhere if they don't have alcohol. Like yeah. that's that's one no, of the cardinal. No, you won't rules. eat somewhere if they don't have alcohol. That's one of my I cardinal like diners, rules. but I can't go to them anymore because you refuse to eat there because you're like in protest of people that don't serve alcohol. Well, I need a beer while it's I'm eating. Terrible. How can you eat without a beer? You can. I do mean, it. except breakfast. It's possible, Sean. Breakfast, you know. No. Breakfast. You don't need alcohol with every meal, Sean. You know. Mike's Hard Lemonade is an excellent breakfast drink. <laughs> you're not I'm helping, dead. so are mimosas. Um, Anyways. No, exactly <laughs> right. But I was, I was pleasantly surprised. One mm. Sunday morning at like 10 o'clock, I popped a Mike's Hard Lemonade. And I was like, wow, this is pretty good. And I made, I made fucking an, an omelet. Yeah. And I drank the, the Mike's Hard Lemonade with an omelet. It was great. We Hair went the to dog breakfast. Last, la- I think it was last year, maybe the year before. Pretty drunk by eleven. <laughs> my company, they they have the they have a deal with this resort, and we all got rooms, and uh, yeah. like we had to pay for breakfast the next day. But the next day, <laughs> we got up and we went to breakfast. This is an evil I, bird. Yeah, the evil bird attacked your your uh, egg Benedict. <laughs> yes, it did. <laughs> it just this creepy little One what of those was that cranes, a heron? The, the, or the heron? Yeah, the the, the gray herrings. Yeah, the it was a gray, gray heron, and it was just like stalking around because it was like an outdoor dining, like um, patio situation. Yeah, mm-hmm. so we're out there. Our breakfast had just come out, and I'm talking to Sean, and I see this bird, you know, kind of behind him, and he's just like walking around everybody's tables while they're sitting there eating. And I'm like, I hate birds; they're so weird and creepy, and they just like <laughs> they look at you like sideways, and their necks go, and it's just fucked up. And anyways, it starts like coming around behind Sean and Sean and I are talking and all of a sudden it just like perched its head in and it grabbed an entire portion of eggs Benedict, like the whole English muffin, the ham, the egg, everything, <laughs> and just took it down in one gulp and I'm like, what an asshole, you know? <laughs> and the waiter came up and he was like, we saw what happened. We're replacing your breakfast. And I'm like, okay. And they didn't Can start- we not have birds here though? I mean, that's... <laughs> They, they replaced scary. the they replaced the breakfast Oof. and didn't charge me for hers, so that was a good deal, honestly. But see, that's a problem down here in Florida. You guys up north might not realize. Uh, when I was a manager at Hooters, we had the, the 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 white birds. I forget what those ones are called. You know, the tall white ones. They're crane. They're another form of crane, but they're the tall white with the orange long bills or you know, oh, thin bill. Long yeah, bills. I know what you're talking about. They used to stalk at the Hooters I worked at. It was in a. Uh, in a strip mall and we were at the very corner of the strip mall so we had the whole front was our outdoor patio area and they would just come up and they would literally steal wings out of people's plates as they were eating these fucking birds would just walk up and grab a wing and take off with it it was crazy we couldn't keep them away that's a problem we have in florida birds steal your food here they really really honestly do I don't know what to tell you. It happens. Jerk offs. <laughs> I don't like birds either, especially not giant ones that steal my breakfast. Your grandpa's bird lets me pet him. I don't like that bird either. Yeah, I don't no, like don't. birds. Birds are evil. Nero. I'm telling you, there's something not right with birds. Nero, his name is. They're out to take over the world. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to take over the world. The world. I'm ready to go to sleep. It sounds like it. Herons. Yeah. You look like you're you're uh, tapping out there. I think your your dad's buddy Andy just text me, uh, messaged me. He said it's herons, or the uh, the white ones. I think is what he was telling me. <clears throat> so yeah, they're they're crazy birds, really crazy birds. We got down here. 
How did this conversation happen? I don't know. How did we on the bird talk? Four guys are high. <laughs> so Razfest, what what are you looking forward to on Razfest? Tell me. Everything. We had so much fun there. Well, you know, it's going to be a little laid back this time. It's going to be a lot more private for the studio yeah. area. Um, I'm going to remember more stuff. You remember it. So what do you? <laughs> yeah. I was going to do the boat thing, but I'm th- I'm I'm kind of hampering away from that. Hampering. Does that make sense? Hampering. Made sense to me. Okay. Let's go with it. <laughs> I'm kind of I'm kind of hampering away from the boat thing, but maybe we should rent some paddle boards, honey. No. Why not? They deliver. They're a pain in the ass. Remember, I tried that ladies last year. I could hardly stand up on the damn thing. It's all like shaky when you get on it. Well, you're a retard. No, I'm not retarded. You sure? It was like 11 o'clock in the morning. I was like, oh, this is a pain in the ass. We'd all just be like sitting on it or falling off of it. There wouldn't be anything going on. I don't know. I'd like to, I'd like to get people's opinions if they'd like to try the, the paddle board or not. If you don't know what it is, just look up paddle boarding in South Florida. And you'll you get know what's weird? I'm fine uh, with it. I'm going to video record your dumbasses falling off the paddleboard. Totally fine <laughs> with me. It'll be totally entertaining. They're going to bring the camcorder this year. Is that even a word anymore, camcorder? But what do we call those now? Video recorders? Camera. Video camera? Like, I actually have a video camera, so like it's not a camcorder anymore, because I remember when they were no. camcorders. I remember the right. very first... My dad had one of the very first like portable video cameras, and it was the weirdest thing because what you would do is it was a two-unit VCR. So you had one section of it was the tuner to turn, you know, for channels. And then the mm-hmm. other section sat on top of it and plugged in the back of it was the where the tape went. So you could play your movies or whatever through that, but then you would take that and put yeah. it in a bag and stick a battery in it, and then you'd plug your camera into that. And you had to right. have carry the camera lighter, too. The camera was light as shit, but the bag you had to hang on your shoulder weighed like 40 pounds. I know somebody who had one of those. I fucking loved it. It was a Sony one he had. And uh, that was our very first camcorder, or video recorder, whatever the hell you want to call it. And that was a pain in the ass, man. To move all that around. And to think now, they're they're the size of the palm of our hand. Or smaller. I mean, shit, our cell phones are better than most video recorders anymore. Well, they don't have uh, optical image stabilization for the most part, but uh, they are take they are getting up it's there, man. It's all technical. It doesn't have optical stabilization. No, well, which is, which is something that blah, I like. Blah, 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 blah. Well, because I take shitty pictures. Then <laughs> I've noticed, you know, the difference between a camera and my camera, my cell phone. The, the pictures are better on the on the, on the camera, camera because camera. it's stabilized. Yeah, I miss. You know, I used to have a really uh, good handheld, like regular camera that I would carry all the time, and that's where I took majority of my chemtrail pictures. And I, I miss having that because I could actually zoom in on the plane with that. And with my cell phone, I can't get the plane very good. So I'm scrolling through Facebook, right? <laughs> yeah. And my son posts a picture of him uh, playing cards with these, you know, obscenely large size cards. And he, but, but there's a beer in the picture. I'm like, oh, I shouldn't put that on Facebook. And then I realized. He's 21. He's, 21. He's totally legit. And I'm like, Wow. He can actually do that now. He's he's just he's a regular man now. He's an adult. What are you gonna do? Well, I got a year nothing. from I got a year before my kid is uh, twenty one. A year from March, so uh, that'll be interesting. Although it'll be a I'll, he'll he'll make me a grandfather before he's twenty one. I'm glad he's <laughs> I'm glad he's uh, posting that he's having a good time. He got stood up by a girl tonight. Aww. Uh, and I was like, and I, this is during the show. I'm texting him back, and I'm like, dude, fucking put a picture on Facebook. Of you having a good time. 
because that'll that'll mean that that you know you she'll you will show past her, her that, standing up you yeah right like he's like whatever I got other sh- I got other things I could do and boom, I got there he this goes. bitch <laughs> I'm all good yeah. that was the hardest thing I, I was like the worst with breakups when I was younger I was like horrible I remember this one girl broke up with me and I was like crying in the bar <laughs> it was like horrible <laughs> it's like a big pussy move Ross was there for that one honey. <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> Sorry, excuse me. Yeah, Ross was there for that one. That, that was a really mm. interesting so situation. To watch. Yeah, <laughs> you didn't meet. Oh, no, you didn't meet Ross yet, have you, uh, Dave? I don't think so. Ross is like my best friend from Jersey, and uh-huh. uh, he was the best man of my wedding, which we weren't doing the show yet at that point in time. Mm-hmm. So I, you invited me down, but I couldn't go. Broke ass. Yeah, well. Did we invite Dave? Yeah, you did. did and I, I actually had yeah. to. You called me up, and I had to. I was like, "Nope, I can't do it." You know, I, I, I can't afford it. I can't. I can't afford anything about it. Yeah, we started the show very the station very shortly after that. Right. Yeah. So At least October. I told you I wasn't going to come. Not like somebody else. <laughs> somebody else didn't tell us. <laughs> Imagine that. You know, there's rumors flying about where he, uh, some things that might happen. We might hear something from there. So. Yeah, I'm kind of on the inside of that. <laughs> on the inside of it? Yeah, yeah, he's there weekly. I I I put together a PDF. I put together a whole thing for him. Buzzy said guns are good for bird control. BB guns are really good for bird control because they're quiet. Nobody even knows. Get a good pellet gun. A good pellet gun. Well, a good pellet gun has the same uh, foot per second as a awesome, 22. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, they're still up there, 1,200 feet per second. Yeah, I had a, I had a, I had a couple. I was, oddly enough, I was a BB gun aficionado too. I had a bunch of them. I love BB um, guns. Actually, I, I, I bought more as I was able to legally get it myself. Like I got all these cool ones when I, when I finally could, could buy them without <laughs> waiting for Christmas. Um, and that's true, man. I had a nice pump one that would go with a 177. It, it would almost reach the velocity of a. Uh, well, the new brake barrel ones, Dave. Have you ever used a brake barrel? Yeah, they had brake barrel in camp. I, I did a. I was actually, I, I won awards in camp with, for using a brake barrel. Well, aren't you fucking special? I was. I'm a good shot, man. I don't. I don't <laughs> took my own horn, but I've been. I've been shooting shit since I'm. You know, uh, honey, honey. I know you're getting a drink, but Wayne said, uh, "Fuck a paddy board or a paddle board. You ain't shit if you don't have jet skis." Well, Wayne, you, <laughs> you, uh, dude. I even thought about that, and I was like, I'm not even going to mention that. Could you, could you imagine just assholes all fucking out in the bay on jet skis? Well, we Fuck could, no. We could go rent some jet skis, Wayne, but they're like 75 bucks an hour, my friend. And Wayne, I, I don't know, have you, has he, uh, Wayne, have you driven, a, ridden a Wayne, jet call. Ski? Give us a call if you if you got a second. Yeah, I don't like them things, man. I, and I like speed, and I like crazy shit like that, but jet skis are fucking boring. No, I'd rather rent a boat, because we could get a nice little pontoon that I could show everybody the area with, and it's uh, like... Two fifty or something for the for you know four or five hour rental of the pontoon. Just take everybody for a little tour of the air because I want to really I don't want to drink that much this year. I'm really going to try to do a lot of things <laughs> to stay away from drinking too much. I mean I'm going to drink. Don't right. get me wrong, but I'm not going to be so shitty by nine right. o'clock on Saturday night that I can't do my own show. I have to stick Trip in, in charge of the show. <laughs> Trip won't be there. Well, I know he won't be there. Unfortunately. Trip's got some things going on that weekend. 
Dave, are you falling Excuse asleep me. on us? You can't fall asleep. Sure, I can. No, you can't. What are you going to do? Fucking you've, dock my you've pay? You've done that before on me. <laughs> I know. I am going to dock your pay. That's it. Chris Cantwell is now one of the co-hosts on Free Talk Live, so I've been hearing him frequently. Is he really? I thought they didn't yeah. get along. No, actually, uh, it was no, it was it was um, Ian that really kind of got his back, especially when when the uh, Free State Project now. Free Talk Live is very heavily supported by uh, the Free State Project. Right. And Ian was, Ian was like, yeah, that was a shitty thing to do. And because Larkin Rose is still involved, and he's the one that authored, you know, something that said about killing a cop, and that's all bullshit. But anyway, uh, so every time I hear him, and I'm like, wow, this guy's really smart. And I remember seeing him at Anarchy NYC, NYC as well. I'm like, I, I can't fucking believe I don't remember talking to him. <laughs> you were horrible that night. You were, you were on Four Locos that night. Yeah. yeah, you're, you're pretty bad. That, that was that was actually one that, that was one of the shows where I decided I I can't drink on here. You were, yeah, yeah. Like I actually turned up the mic to listen yeah, to you sorry, snore man. at one point in time. Yeah, yeah. bad, 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 man. bad, Dave, bad, Dave. Yeah. I don't even like. I, I forget that I fell asleep on air. I forget that whole radio thing. I just don't even like getting like that anymore. So, you know, um, um. Uh, Rob posted <clears throat> this story the other day, and it really got my attention. Honey, I don't know if you saw this one. A sour deception. Citrus acid comes from GMO black mold, not fruit. What? Just what is your food made of anyway? Try in- industrial synthesized. You, you, you got to tweet that out. Where, where is that? I got to read that I'm shit. tweet it right now. Hold on. Here we go. Tweet. And it's industrial synthesis. What, what did I say? I, I don't even know what you said. I got a piece. <laughs> I'm working on it. Why is this not tweeting? Hello. Tweet. All I heard was that citric acid is made from mold. black mold. Yeah. Hold on. The share thing is thinking. All right. We tag you in this. It's like ten to midnight, and you want to talk about this right now? Well, I forgot about this one, and it's light, but it's important. Porto Jones. <sighs> is he here yet? Is it here? Is it here? It's tweeting as we twick. <laughs> How about now? Oh, there's Wayne. How about now? Answer. Yellow. Wayne. Yellow. Hey, what's up? Oh. Hey, what's up, y'all? That truck boy, can you hear that truck? You out. Do what? No, it's not. It's not. It's not as bad as Trucker Mike used to be. You're all right. Yeah, you're all right. Not- <sighs> yeah, yeah. That was off. They called me in to come to work tonight. So I got to go in and do. Just one thing, then going back home after this. We gotta get yeah, the money part, for a fucking yeah, rest, man. I thought two boats sound good, Sean. I ain't hear you say that. I can tell you something about paddleboards. Fuck paddleboards, man. Who the fuck gonna go? You can swim if you want to fucking work in the water. You can just swim, right? You right. know, yeah. I, I mean, in jet ski, you like as I thought about it, cause you know, if you run a jet, seventy-five dollars an hour, not bad. Cause it's a hundred up here. Yeah, no, it's about seventy-five, uh, eighty bucks an hour here uh, for a jet ski. Yeah, that's not too bad. We can get a pond. We can, 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 can get a discount coupon usually. All places give you a discount. Well, it's off season, which is good because you can always negotiate with them. Uh, but it's a, uh-huh. but a pontoon or even a, a small deck boat or even a even a seventeen foot uh, center console, which we could fit six or seven people on, is like two fifty. You know, for the four or five hour period. All right, cool. I'll take out some money as long as I can drive. I'm just up. <laughs> I, I, I'm, drive. I don't know about all that. I mean, <laughs> oh, we're gonna have an issue then. <laughs> and, 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 yeah, and, and yeah, Dave, I've, I've uh, Dave, I've ridden jet skis before. 
Wayne, yeah. black men don't know how to drive boats. Come on now. The opinions expressed on this show. <laughs> you said that. I can swim. I can drive a jet ski. I can drive a boat. Oh All my right. god. I, yeah, I ride dirt so bikes. Are, are you telling me? Are you are you telling me that the stereotypes are wrong? Uh, yeah, they are. It's 2014, right. man. We're having a fun fuck now, baby. <laughs> so how's your Saturday night? So you guys really don't have big dicks? Yeah, all, not all of us. Not, all of us not true. All, we all of us not <laughs> Some of those true. stereotypes are true, Dave. Yeah, you've seen the videos. You've seen the videos. So what else you do on this Saturday night other than getting called into work? Uh, uh, I'm just trying to get this shit done so I can get back home. I only had to come out. Somehow I put, uh, I went to a station and put, um, regular, ga- regular gas in the premium tank. So now you gotta put all the premium into the regular, and then I gotta refill the premium. So, and once I do this, I can go back home. They couldn't find another pump driver. I'm a pump driver, and, um, there's only five of us on my job. I've heard that so about black men like you. You're a pump driver. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think there's a black guy with a pump driver. There's <laughs> <laughs> only five of us, though. So, you know, they had to call me in and come and do it. I can't, I, I can't wait I, to meet you, Wayne. Like, I really can't wait to be, like, standing, you know, side know. by side I with you. I'm, I'm, me too. I, I, I can't wait to hug you too, man. <laughs> 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 I got something in mind for you as soon as I meet you. Whoa. So <laughs> don't be shocked and don't be all standoffs. They're not going to hurt you, okay? <laughs> <laughs> too funny. Remember that. Well, we don't have many black men around our town here, man. It's going to be kind of scary. I know. You know what? I was, I was thinking of... I ain't a lot of thinking about this, man. I'm gonna have to take, if I do venture out, I'm gonna have to take somebody with me. Just so I'll, you know, I'm serious. Like a token white like, person for Wayne. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have to have a bodyguard, man. I'm, or at least somebody, somebody right. really that can tell the story of really, of what really happened. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, you, the black people always need a white guy so they have the one person that'll talk to the cops. Exactly, man. Cause they, cause I, I need I, a translator, I, I mean, please. <laughs> just, just from all the shit I read on the internet about what goes on in Florida. And, you know what I'm saying? It's just, oh, I just got it. Yeah, Wayne's probably I, scared I, to come here. Yeah, we're like deep woods, like back. No, we are small not. town, <laughs> beach. Thing. I know. We're not I, I deep imagine, woods, Sean. I can imagine, I can imagine getting pulled over and being asked, what am I doing? And I don't really have to answer that. You know, you're getting pulled over for no reason. Why are you here? I'm like, I'm on vacation. Well, where are you headed? You know, I just, there's been so many fucking negative scenarios going through my mind, and it's unreal. No, that's not gonna happen. <laughs> so I know you got your. Okay, all right. I know you got your flight booked. Do you got the room booked yet? No, not yet. Uh-uh. I just booked the flight. Uh, I mean, I booked the car and the flight, and um, I got to book the room. I think I was supposed to. You supposed to get some kind of discount, right? Yeah, and just mention Raz Radio, and you'll get the discount. Right. And, oh, you know what? I call every time I call. They they should be closed. What kind of hotel closes? You you have to leave. They're really weird. You have to leave them a message. They'll call you back within a couple minutes. Oh, I mean, I call and say they got. I their business hours are from eight to five. I'm like, damn, we got a hotel closes at five. Oh well, yeah. Well, remember, it's a resort, so they're done at five. So yeah, you just. And it's oh, Florida. I didn't, I didn't know it's that. Florida. Wayne. I didn't know that. Yeah, this is Florida, dude. Um, People don't see, like to work okay. in Florida. Don't nope. you know that? No, they work no, minimum hours. The first thing no, I, I listen, didn't know that. listen, Wayne. Kind of. When, when wait, I moved, wait, 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 hold on. When, when we were there uh, two weeks ago, 
right? There was nobody around, right? But then the, the pizza was delivered, and the guy got one on one of his microphone, on one of his radios, ago, the pizza's here, and like all these people fucking showed up. <laughs> all the employees. I was yeah. like, whoa, they have a lot of staff. <laughs> they were all not, not seen. They were all like hiding out somewhere. And how they're not yeah, answering their wait. phones, I don't know, because they have like <laughs> how many staff? Four it's or five ridiculous. sitting in the office, yeah. Yeah, I could not wait. My wife, she saw the, um, she used my phone. And I left the, um, the, the, uh, ticket confirmation up there, right? And she saw, she's like, oh, you, you going by yourself? I was like, yeah, why? She's like, well, Cheryl not going with you. I was like, Cheryl never called me back. Cheryl's my sister. She said she wanted to go. Right. But Cheryl never called me back. She said, oh, so you going by yourself? I was like, yeah. She said, well, how much is the ticket? And she looked down the front. She said, you spent that much money on tickets? I was like, no, you got to get back home, right? She said, okay, okay. She was kind of hot, man, this morning over that shit. I ain't gonna lie. Oh, really? I was like, oh, yeah, she was hot. So usually, anytime, anytime we either leave town, her and I go together, and this is like the first time I've left town without her. We'll, we'll so watch out for you. Don't worry. We, we'll, we'll keep you out of trouble. Yeah. We'll, we'll I keep told you, you yeah. we're not going to get you in yeah, trouble. You- you call her I'll call her <laughs> yeah. if you want me to, and I'll tell her I'm keeping your ass out of trouble. Yeah, the white girl with the big boobs will call and tell her that. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, right. Come on. <laughs> what the fuck? It's, it's, it's bad enough my wife think I got a face for white women. Oh, oh. <laughs> then I'll have yeah, Sean like call women. her. <laughs> uh-huh. I'm afraid of black women. What are you kidding me? <laughs> Uh-huh. And my wife is ghetto. She is, she's in the jet. Yeah, man. She, we like, oh, man. My wife and I go to get like cold supper. But we make a good thing now, man. Uh, you know, she hold me down. So, it's it's going to be a great... Like said, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to having so much fun with y'all, man. For two days. And, you know, I'm trying to get there early on Friday, too. Well, I got an early, fl- early flight now. As I get out of court, so... Oh, I can get down there. I probably get in before y'all do. I'm really Unless hoping for gorgeous Jersey. weather. Well, we're, uh, I'm taking the day off and I gotta take, uh, Frank Castle and Mr. Burns up to Tampa. Yeah, they're done at 10 a.m. though. To do the Bubba show. And then we'll be coming back from there. So we'll, well, yeah, but check in is until 3. You can't, I don't think you can check in until 3 o'clock. Yeah. So. Oh, okay. That's perfect then. That's perfect. Because no flight don't get into a full time. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, we'll already, yeah. I'll already have the studio set up by the time you get there, bro. Oh, all right, good, good, good. Yeah, right, don't don't forget, you got to work on Saturday. I kind of wanted to get in early, so I could go up to, uh, to the public studio, too, but, you know, like I say, I go to court, so I can be able to get up there. When you leaving out? 25. When you leaving uh-huh. out? I'm leaving, my flight leaves at, 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 at uh, 4, oh, no, 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 my flight leaves at 445 and arrives at 845, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's 445 to 845. And I gotta do a layover in Atlanta. On the way down. So you won't, you won't be here till yeah. 9, 10. You won't get to us until. Yep. At least right. 10 o'clock on Friday. Yeah, cause I gotta, I gotta double check it. That's that is later. I'm thinking, I, I remember seeing 445, but it actually, it leaves at 445. So when do you leave out though? Layover in Atlanta. Have you ever been to the Atlanta airport? Oh my god. I smoked oh. pot in the Atlanta no, airport. It's I, fucking huge. Don't go. It make, is gigantic. Sure yeah. Do Wayne. Wayne. Go straight to your terminal, man. Yeah, don't like, wander. Just try to fucking find it, because Atlanta yeah. is a nightmare. I landed in Atlanta. This was 98 or 99. I was coming back from uh-huh. Florida, and I had my dugout on me. What, what a dugout is, is it's a wooden box. Uh, you know what a dugout is or no? No, I don't. Uh-uh. All right. A dugout is a wooden box, right? And in one side of it is a straight pipe. It's about the size of a Zippo. 
No, it's bigger. A little longer. My, no, my other one was bigger than that. My, I had a full size one. It, oh. Imagine a cigarette, but a little bit longer, right? And there's a pipe in there that uh-huh. looks like a cigarette. There's a metal pipe that looks like a cigarette. And then on the other side of the box is your weed. And it all seals up <laughs> in this little box. So I went to the smoking room at the Atlanta airport. And I sit down in there and I'm smoking a cigarette. Now the smoking room, uh-huh. the smoking room is like the size of a school gymnasium, just full of chairs, big glass walls, uh, you know, nicotine's running down the walls from people smoking in there. <laughs> and uh, I'm sitting there and there's like me and like three other people in there. So I go to the furthest point away from everybody I can and I sit there and I light a cigarette. I'm sitting right next to the ashtray. I put my cigarette in the ashtray. I pack my dugout. And again, it, it's painted to look like a cigarette. So I put that up to my mouth uh-huh. like I'm like, like I'm lighting another cigarette. Take a hit of that. Put that away. Before I blow out, I take a drag of the cigarette and then blow out the weed smoke with the cigarette smoke. <laughs> I sat in Atlanta Airport for a 45 minutes smoking my dugout in the fucking smoking room. Are you serious? Dead you serious. Know, you, you bad. You, you, you bad, man. Ain't no way in the world I wouldn't even... I didn't try to do that in the airport. <laughs> <laughs> well, again, oh this, my God. this was before nine eleven. Don't forget. So, oh, okay. I don't fly uh, much yeah. now. <laughs> yeah. Well, right. I got my my flight info. It says I uh, I leave at four twenty five and arrive in Fort Myers at seven o'clock. All right, then you got about an hour and a half drive from Fort Myers, maybe an hour and forty five minutes to the beach to where we're staying. Is is your drive okay. time? So you're looking about an hour 45 from there, so it'll be 10 o'clock before we see you. Shit, that's late. I wanted to get there earlier than that, but I got to do what I got to do. I'm well, happy to be booked, that's all. You'll be getting so, there just in time you know. for Drunken Disorderly. <laughs> no, at 10 o'clock is a... Is a well, one Night Stand. Yeah, Katie will be there. Yeah, one Night Stand. Yeah, Kinky Katie's coming in to do One Night Stand with Amber. So that'll be going on. You'll be able to pack up your shit, you know, get to your room, and then by the time Drunken Disorderly starts... Oh. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Wait, what time do they stop selling, selling liquor down there? Uh, never. We have gas stations that sell liquor. You can buy, you can buy 24 booze. Hours? 24 hours you can buy booze except for Sunday. Oh, they even revoked that, didn't they? You used to not be able to buy it till noon on Sunday, but I think that's gone too now. You no, might want to... Booze, not beer. That booze, just, not beer. Wayne, it just dawned on me that you might want to let the office know that you won't be checking in until 10. Given that they close at five. Well, no, they leave the key in a thing. I think. Yeah. Well. Well, yeah. Make sure you let them know. That's all. But you should let them know. One of us could check in for though. Check in for them, can't we? I don't know. Uh, Maybe we'll figure it. We'll figure it out, Wayne. We'll figure you out when you book. When you book with them, yeah. When you book with them, just be like, hey, listen, I'm not going to be in until like ten o'clock that night. Right. I'm gonna call. I'm gonna try calling tomorrow morning again. Because all I gotta leave is like a hundred dollars deposit to lock everything in. Right, right. So I'm gonna try calling them again tomorrow morning and see what happens. And but leave, a, leave a voicemail. Okay. If you get a voicemail, leave one. So I'll call you back. Okay. Yeah, I never do. I, I never do. So yeah, all right. Uh, I've never left one before, so that's what I do. All right. Sounds good. Well, it's only uh, what do we say three and a half, four weeks away now. It's that three and a half, three and a half, man. Yeah. yeah. Big twenty. It's gonna be a good time. It's, it's gonna be a lot of fun. It's it kind of sucks a little bit because I inv- I had invited twenty five and he was gonna come, but now they moved that bikes to badges to that weekend, so he's gonna be that in, weekend. Uh, yeah, it's that weekend. Yeah, but, and, and Kevin Hazlett is having a meeting that weekend too. Oh, is I was he like, really? damn. Yep, it's a lot going on that weekend, man. So uh, I was I was kind of surprised about that, you know. 
everything that was going on down there. Well, you know, hey, it's a good way. It's Florida, man. October is one of the nicest months yeah. here in Florida for temperature, for yeah, water right. temperature, for, you know, just everything is about perfect yeah, right then. It it's, you know, 80 degrees. It's cool. Good. You know, the water, the water temperature is still warm enough that it's comfortable. Cause I, I can't go in water if it's under like 80 degrees. <laughs> oh, good, good. Yeah. Dude. I don't like cold water either. Yeah. You know what's funny is my yeah. friend from Vermont will jump in the fucking water in December. No, fuck January. that noise. Uh-uh. Right. And I'm, like, and I'm like, no fucking way, right? And, and I was like, wow, I really, I've embraced the Floridian lifestyle that I too won't go in the water unless it's, you know, 80 degrees. Whereas in New York, it never got that one. No, Jersey Shore was, was never over 75, 76, yeah. maybe. Yeah. yeah, that's how it was. I used to, I used to live in Maine and it was like that. Oh, fuck that noise. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Yeah. But yeah, it's summer for a day up in Maine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah. it's nighttime in the summer. In the middle of August, you got to get a jacket on at nighttime. It's dropping down oh. like 50. <laughs> Damn, no thank you. I, I'll never go north of where I'm at now. If anything, I'm going to go further south. I just I I don't <laughs> like cold weather, man. I hate the yeah. cold. Yeah, I'm kind of I'm kind of not feeling it either, man. I'm kind of getting tired of it too. Uh, I'm I, like, I, I want to move to Florida so bad. Man. I could live somewhere where it never got below seventy-five. I would be straight up okay with that. Ever, never. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'd love, I'd love to move to Florida, but my wife. I mean, my job just opened up a couple terminals down there in Tampa. Oh, really? Tampa and Orlando. Yeah, we got some of you Wawa. Wawa is like our biggest customer. Oh, yeah. Oh, and yeah. So, yeah. I love Wawa, dude. Yeah. I miss Wawa so much, I can't wait for it to get down here because it's not oh, down by me yet. Oh, yeah. Obviously, they got them down there, but not where you are. Yeah, not near me yet. Oh, God. Yeah. My biggest thing, dude, when I was growing up, uh, we got our first Wawa in town, uh, meaning like literally three or four miles from my house. Uh, in like, in like 80, no, it was 90, 92 or something, right? And then oh, when, man. when I got to be 21 and we started going out, our, our stop right. on the way home was Wawa and I would get a fucking yep. hot dog with cheese. Oh, it was so good. That was oh, my man. drunken fucking munchie. But their hoagies I'm, rock. I'm fucking dude. hungry, man. They do the best fucking Italian hoagies. My God. They do good man, breakfast they got too. Pizza. They, they got, got pizza a, now? Pizza or focaccia bread. This shit is off a chain. <laughs> wow. <laughs> this pizza they got now, man. Why, why? Oh, my God. This, oh, this pizza is so good, man. It's, it's oh, man. It's like, uh, right, it's like right. orgasm in your mouth. <laughs> Dave, you want some cucumbers? <laughs> yeah, that's all I had tonight was a cucumber. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead serious. <laughs> All right, Wayne. Yeah, we're gonna wrap it up, man. I know you you're working late here, and uh, you know we're gonna, we're we're already late on the yeah, show. So after twelve, yeah, yeah. So you gotta get that replay on on time. I know. I, I gotta get my <laughs> fucking ass in bed. Is what I gotta do. <laughs> All right, y'all, man. I got that. Can't wait to meet y'all. Hey. All right, brother. We'll see you real soon. So you be safe. We'll talk to All you right, soon. Man. Bye, Wayne. Thank you, sir. All right, see you guys. See you, Dave. Bye. Peace out. Peace. There goes Wayne. And guys, I hope you enjoyed the show tonight. You know, we had a lot of fun. We always enjoy doing this. No matter what Dave wants to, to try to say out there, he still enjoys doing it. So I won't let you leave, Dave. Yeah, you're not going anywhere. <laughs> All right, it's been winning. the first 52 on RazRadioLive.com. Uh, again, it, it's, it was a fun show. It went really fast. I, I don't ever go late like that. And, uh, I hope you guys enjoyed it. You shouldn't say we ever. We used to go late. We yeah, may not we be here. To. We may not be here next week. That will be determined and we'll let you know. But otherwise, oh, have a safe week. Numbers. We love you. Good night.
Investigate the consequence of a bittersweet a loss, a sense, a weapon in a war against ourselves. The setting sun is loading guns. Don't be afraid of mistakes, emotions misplaced. To love or to hate, I don't know what to do. We're all lost and confused, just trying to get through in this world. Always trying to prove that we're worth what it takes, but it takes a long time in the dirt to see grace. When I'm trying to be real, they tend to be fake. When I'm risking it all with no time to waste, fuck this bad race. I'm leaving this place. It's time to blast off. Destination space. With the sunset hung behind us and the universe to blind us from the moon, we'll watch the whole world explode. Moving free, unguided through the beautiful, the silent, with the light show from a passing UFO. Lost in the glow. Of the unknown, please don't go. And I don't know how I got here or how I'm getting home, but right from day one, I've been in this alone. With arms stacked against, I've been drowning in stress. They said, Can you take more? I said, Give me what's left. An old man once told me, Allie, don't ever look back. Keep your eyes on that prize and give them hell to your death. This is a test, just a frequency check for intelligent life. Now it's time to connect. It's an SOS, the death's been sent. With the sunset hung behind us In the universe to blind us From the moon we'll watch the whole world explode Moving free unguided Through the beautiful, the silent With the light show from a passing UFO Lost in the glow Of the
Love you guys so much. Thanks. The first 52 is the bump diggity. Cement the concrete's alive Where the bonds are formed, the rats run and hide Drama's like a cartoon that comes to life Where the express bus runs twice a night To the stadium that's packed every Monday night To the yellow cab driver that helped make your flight Where you can get what you want if the price is right And screaming fuck you's another way to be polite Just a few perks when you're in my zone This is where I'm at and this is where I'm calling home 